What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. New, new, new Shout out to the Coach Gang and that's for new. being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. I had to kick the old intro for you on Fridays so you can see what's going on in this world today. Today, we're talking about our, women's, our women, the ones being canceled. After all, new, 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 new world order. wow, man, actually, I thought about this last night. I was like, I think actually because I was listening to a radio station and they were talking about some um, the, the AP uh, basically is the the, um, the basically how they format. The AP basically is um, I don't know if you guys did um, took any classes in, in writing. And sometimes the Associated Press style book will basically dictate how you should uh phrase things, how you should spell things. Like they would say, if you use the word TV in place of television, what you should do is it T dot V is it TV capitalized? How, how should you actually do it? So the Associated Press has a style book on what media people should write in terms of women. And so one of the examples they were giving was pregnant women versus pregnant person. And the AP Associated Press's style book says, basically you can, you should start using pregnant pregnant person in the place of pregnant woman. All right. Yikes. And so it got me to thinking, I'm like, they might be canceling women and they're using women themselves to cancel themselves out. We're going to give you some great examples of that. So we got some great points that we need to make here. I'm anticipating one interruption. Potentially, I got something being delivered and I must be present at the door. So if that happens, we will bust the old intro in its place. And uh, that old intro is fire. Actually, it was an old intro. I there, there are five separate commercials that I ran on social media for my book release, The Evolution. And as you guys know, the book release, The Evolution, was prior to C nineteen, so it was released uh, somewhere around. It was it was written all of twenty nineteen, and then by the time I released it, January twenty twenty, it was basically a precursor of where I saw the society going, the greater society. I said feminism's gonna fail. It's gonna fall. There's no way. We can go to the direction of third and fourth wave feminism. It is very destructive. They're fighting for things that are more social than they are legal. They have the legal stuff, but the social stuff is what's going to destroy us. And as you can see here, as we got into 2019, into 2020 and 2021, where we stand in 2022, we are actually turned everything upside down. I want you guys to actually remember where you were in 2018. You thought it was bad. You was like, you got it. You got it bad. All right. You. You thought you had it bad in 2018 socially. Well, where we are in 2022, hey, um, we've opened Pandora's box and we're never going back unless we have the five things present itself that could bring us back at ASAPily. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> wow. Wow. So anyway, I was reading something here. Um, Tom Brady, anybody know where he's at? <laughs> yeah, somebody mentioned it in the chat. Tom Brady has a mysterious disappearance from the Tampa Bay Yuccaneers. All right. The Yucks. Tom Brady been missing lately. And uh, potentially the reason he'd been missing was probably related to the reason that he retired initially. He trying to keep that marriage together. <laughs> and this is just a, probably something that I. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, this is something that I'm. Looking at potentially might might be a little bit of a fallout. He decided to retire. Then he tried to finagle his way to go play for the Miami Dolphins. And that didn't work. Got the Miami Dolphins in trouble. Then ended up 
saying, okay, I'll just come back and play for Tampa Bay now that that coach is gone. And um, now he didn't scramble skedaddle out of training camp. <laughs> he didn't skedaddle out of training camp. So uh, what's going on with Tom Brady and Giselle? All right, Giselle might be pulling that card again. You know, Tom Brady retired for six weeks, and he said, I can't take it no more. He was like, I'm out. Now Giselle's like, I'm not happy. <laughs> wow. And everybody should know when we did a show on this one, Giselle was more famous than Tom Brady, believe it or not. We're walking on air. All right, so Giselle is more famous. She makes more money. She got money. I got money. I banged that old woman out. Shout out to Giselle. It's a, it, you know, anyway, I could go on and on about that. Let your voice be heard. Dollar sign CGA live right there on the cash app. This is how you do it. We can't super chat over here because, you know, new, 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 new world order. All right, trying to get the channel to do whatever it is, trying to get it to take off. Yeah, you know what I mean? They put a kibosh on that. I'm the most dangerous man here on YouTube uh, in this sphere. All right, all you other dudes are cupcakes. All right, y'all scared to say what it says. None of y'all getting it like I'm getting it over here <laughs> on all the channels. And, and not only that, not only that, nobody scared of y'all. They scared of CGA, the notorious one. Uh, here we go here. Uh, Coach Greg Adams TV is on Venmo and PayPal. PayPal over there. PayPal. PayPal. I got to put it in there and I don't forgot. All right, PayPal is paypal.me. That's last coach Greg Adams. Here we go here. <laughs> he says, oh, man. You know what I mean? They let all these other dudes, because they'd be like, we ain't scared of you. We ain't scared of you. They let you go on and say whatever you want here. They'd be like, him offensive. But I say it nicely. I'm not trying to curse you out. And ladies, I'm not trying to change you. If the ladies, ladies, 10 games up, 10 toes gang up in the building ladies we love you over here but we just love you a certain way love me in a special way ladies i love you in a special way not the way you want me to love you though all right just so you know you can't dictate how i love you but you can dictate here we go all right anyway man hey listen i let's just get this show back on the rails here this is already this is reprehensible already and i just and i haven't cursed yet I have not cursed yet. All right, don't don't try to get me here. Uh, where we got here? Uh, this is from yesterday. Moose Hefner says, "Dream Johnson." Pause, coach. <laughs> okay, ADJ. Shout out to AG ADJ in the building. Eternal hopes is back in the building. Did you double up yesterday? What are you doing, brother? No, that was yesterday. All right, the dictator says, "Me and coach about to take over Finland." Yes, I am, boy. I tell you, that's right up my alley. He said, "Free agent for live." Hey, Amen. Uh, that's right up my alley. I'm just letting you know right now. All right. Something about them Viking girls. <laughs> All right. Something about them Viking girls, man. I'm just letting you know. I'll be watching CrossFit like. Them girls will throw me over their shoulder like, yeah, come on over here. Drag me in. Them Viking girls, man. It's just. <laughs> I'd be watching CrossFit competitions like, Lord have mercy. <laughs> They'd be like, somebody's doer daughter. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, I'm like, good Lord. But everybody, they all them Viking girls, like, you got to be six foot ten. <laughs> he said, they'll grate me over there. Hey, to get a Viking chick, you got to be like six foot ten over there. Do you know the average height of a Viking dude? Not only are Viking dudes tall, 
they're wide. They're like houses and shit. <laughs> I would go over there and get deleted. But you know what also would happen over there? Some them Viking girls, though, they don't age very well. They don't age well at all. So you got to get them. You got to get them early. I, but but <laughs> he said you got to be six foot 12. By the way, everybody knows I've lived with two women from Sweden. All right. And I actually went over to visit them one time or visit one of them. I lived with two women from Sweden. One was six, four and the other one was six, one. Um, they were they lived separately. I lived separately with them. Uh, and then one when one of the Swedish girls moved out, she recommended the other Swedish girl. <laughs> so she was like, oh, well, this other girl can move in. They both were beautiful. Uh, one was the shorter one was more beautiful. Naturally, they both were very natural. Um, anyway, big ass Viking ass women that I lived with. So that's kind of where I went. You know, I was like in my early 20s and I lived with two Viking broads. So that probably is where my affinity for Viking girls came from. Anyway, and they were very nice. They were very, I would say the the taller one, the bigger one was like a kitty cat. <laughs> you know what I mean? She was not, she did not, now every now and then she pull rank on height. Well, I'm 6'4", but um, she was like a little kitty cat. She wasn't abrasive. She was, she, it, it was, she was super duper cool, man. I remember her, man. Shout, shout out to her. Shout out to her. She's back in Sweden. Helga from Sweden. They don't talk like that, by the way. Everybody thinks Swedish chick's going to be like, oh, hi, I'm Helga from Sweden. You know what they talk like? Hakana, 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 all aggressive. You be like, holy shit, hakana, hey, ha, ha. They talk like German chicks. You When they talking in Swedish, you think Swedish going to be like, hi, I'm from Sweden. Do you want a moony, moony, moon? Do you want some Swedish meatballs? They talk like that when they're in English. In English, they talk like that. But when they talking in, in their language, it'd be haka, 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 haka. I'd be like, oh, hold the whoa. I'd be dodging pans and stuff. Like, what are y'all doing? She talking to her parents on the phone. Like, whoa. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> People in Sweden are pissed off at me. I piss off everybody. Now the Swedish people are mad at me. Who was mad at me last week? I had a whole bunch of people mad at me last week. Now Swedish people are mad. All right, anyway. All right, shout out to Simon Small donating to the Junior College Textbook Fund Free Agent for Life. By the way, man, people are still dotting me on this junior college thing. All right, and I'm like, dude, look, if you think I'm lying about this junior college thing, all right, people are like, nah, nah. And then one guy in the comment section, I was just checking out a video. He was like, coach is lying. You can't walk up to the hottest girl in the gym and get her for a fistful of 20s. I was like, did I say you're walking up to the hottest girl in the gym? First of all, I said nines and tens belong to the to the uh, to the community. They're mostly monetized. And so if you're asking me to walk up to the hottest girl in the gym and say, here's a fistful of 20s, that that's not how it works. You goofball. All right. Mm. Number one, th that's going to be more money. But but if you are on my members only content, I take you through the junior college. I take you through it and I show you many times in live and in, in on live, you'll see offers. You'll see offers. You'll see offers right on live. Anybody has been to the members content, you've seen me. You've seen a woman come in, feign interest. You see the you see the offer right there. 
it's crazy. I tell you, man, people are always people are always trying to hate for some reason. Spend, spend a little bit of money. You don't even have to, you don't even have to, you know, I think what is it, five bucks over on locals? You can spend five dollars. And I'm telling you right now, I proved myself right there. I don't have no reason to lie to you guys. I don't have no reason. Yes, you can spend thousands on girls. Yes. You can go to Miami. You can go to Los Angeles. Yes. But but if you think my message is saying walk up to the hottest girl and offer 200 bucks, you, you're dumb. I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. But I prove it right here on Locals. It, it says right there. You see on the screen, it says members only content. Go over there. Every Sunday, we go through it live. You're seeing it right there. You're seeing it right there. Do you have to click a link? Just type it in. CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. I am not lying. It's sitting right here. <laughs> How do I have to lie, bro? It's crazy. I show you the proof right there. There's no reason for me to lie. But again, I think a lot of guys want to believe that there's a formula out there to get to get uh, models and Instagram models for free. Guys. <laughs> or I'm going to just walk up, cold approach a woman. Hey, yeah, would you do this for 300 bucks? No, it, that's not how it works, you goofball. Come on, man. Anyway, let me continue here. Leaf is in the building. Shout out to you, Leaf, being back again. And shout out to XL Pro Services again. All to you, brother. Simon Small, XL Pro Services, and Leaf. And uh, everybody, you know what I mean? Moose Hefner, the dictator. Thank you, man, for the usual suspects. And shout out to Mr. Hernandez. He says, in Cabo on my free agent lifestyle vibe. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Shout out to you in Cabo. Um, He's going to have fun out there. Go to Cabo Wobble and have a... Uh, have a couple of those uh, coconut shrimp on the coach here. Here we go here. And be careful. They're going to offer you cocaine up and down the back alleys. So, <laughs> Or can I say that on YouTube, coca? Be careful. They're going to offer you some coca. So be careful where you roll. But, you know. <laughs> ah. All right, last one on uh, Vimo. This is Albert Ingram. He says, this might sound crazy, but I'll rather make 500 I'm sorry, $50,000 a year being self-employed than to make 100K a year working a nine to five. After being self-employed, I can never go back to nine to five. It's too blue-pilled for me. So that doesn't sound crazy. No, I think it's it's a peace of mind thing. It's it's kind of what got our country in the financial situation that got them in now because once we pulled a lot of people away from nine to fives and going to work and commuting, now people don't want to go back. And they've found, even young people found it easier to make you know, a third less of the money, maybe two thirds less of money, just staying at home and kind of side hustling and gig economy and, and streaming. So it doesn't sound crazy. No, that's the mindset of American people. Now it's hard to get people to go back to work. Even if they are making good money. Uh, we talked about this where it was the great, um, not the great layoff. What did they call it? The great, this is the millennial culture. They were saying it's the great something where the millennial people aren't going, they're not going back to work. They're like, nah, I'll take way less money to do <laughs> the great resignation. Thank you, Los Trace and Ram and Leo K. And thank you guys for filling in my blank spots every now and then. The great resignation. Yeah, there people are like, nah, forget all that. <laughs> all right, forget that. Forget that clocking in. Forget going to the cubicle. Forget going to the workstation, the work desk. Forget it. Great resignation. And so what you're doing is great resignation. Yeah. But anyway, new, 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 new world order. He said the great IRS rebellion. Yeah. And, and, and IRS and all that. They want their money. 
they want their money back. Uh, they spotted your guys. Um, they gave you guys unemployment and all of that stuff. And guess what? They're going to get every penny back and some. And some. They spotted you guys with uh, these um, these PPP loans. Uh, they let you guys slack off. They they got it back with inflation and then some. They'll make it all back. Loud Pocket says, I had a thought. He says, when you go hard in the paint on pro-blacks, can you get a button on the soundboard on the Joe Biden saying you ain't black? Yes, probably. He says, I think that'll be hilarious. And or a button saying, come on, man. Come on, man. He says, you're my favorite African-American, by the way. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I do. I do. I do, Donald. By the way, Donald Trump 2024 is going to be Liddy. That whole campaign. <laughs> I know pro-blacks are like, no. There's some pro-black men are like, yes, we'll take it. That campaign. Once he announces, it's going to be lit. You better hold on to your hats. He's running. Joe Biden is not running. So he's running. Liz Cheney's running. Right? DeSantis is running. So the Republican candidacy is going to be lit. He says, is he running? He is running. There's no way he's not running. Come on, man. They're, they're doing. Come on, man. He's going to run. Now, I don't care how you feel about the guy. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. It's going to be a hell of a time in our country. And if he happens to win, even the primary or he's gaining moment, if he happens to win the election again, I am going to the Desert Storm bunker because they are going to turn this country upside down. <laughs> it's going to be wow because Biden's not running. There's no way in the hell he's running. All right, he gone. He gone. What? Shout out to Joe Biden. What you think, Biden? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Just for entertainment value, it's going to be off the rails. All right. You know, Trump versus DeSantis this is going to be interesting. Joe Biden, you got to see who they're going to dig out to figure out who they're going to put. Gavin Newsom versus Whitmer, Susan Whitmer versus Booty Gig versus Kamala. You know what I mean? You have two primaries going on. You have two. You're going to have two runoffs. Versus um your boy Gavin Newsom. I mean, the Democrats by themselves is going to be a clown show. It's going to be an absolute clown show. Michelle Obama, maybe? No, I don't think she can win. I don't think she can run. I mean, she may put her name in there, but it's going to be nuts. Kanye, he, dude, you think, you think the last election was crazy. This one is going to be, woo. All right. Let me do a couple more here. No government name says my supervisor has been smashing the whole building for years. He finally got me too by haters. His 21 year career is on the line for some peace leave. Remember all men pay. I always tell you as sometimes I want you to listen to what I was saying when I say all men pay. What people think I'm saying is all men pay every time. Right? No, I'm not saying that. Sometimes you'll get away with some freebies. So, yeah, you'll be like, no, nah, man, I smash girls for free. But I'm like, take the, take your 40 years of fornicating from age 15 to whatever that is, 65, 45, 55. Take your 40, your, your 40. At some point, one of these broads is going to make you pay. And it may not be in a good way. 
one of these, you're going to get me too. There's going to be a false allegation. There's going to be a situation where you just go say, I'll just pay for this. I mean, at some particular point, you will. So when I say all men pay, it doesn't mean every time you lay, you pay. Sometimes you pay in advance. Sometimes you pay on the back end. So everybody's got to get what I'm saying in order. You don't pay every time. Sometimes you get away with it, but this is a prime example. At a time where he could be sleeping with women at his job, it was not as bad of a deal. Now, all of a sudden, it's caught up to him, and he's going to pay the hard way on the back end. Why? Right? You know what I mean? He's going to pay on the back end. You're going to pay up at one particular point. You're going to get the itchy scratchy. You're going to have to go see the doctor. Come on, man. I know people want to rip my to shreds, but it's true. All men will pay. Shout out to uh, Dewan says, Andrew Tate just got banned on Instagram. Oh, hell no. He says the world is in. Wow. Well, I kind of cautioned. I, I kind of cautioned about. See, people always, again, people think I'm hating. I did not caution you about that last week. I said that last week. I said, sometimes you rise too fast. You want a long, continuous um, sort of rise. You don't want that boom. And then what's going to happen is a, a half of your audience is going to be haters. And then they'll be great putting petitions and all of that stuff. You don't want that. If you're a social media person, I said this last week and here we go. God was trying to call it's kosher diamond strikes again. I know you guys want me to be wrong. You guys really want me to be wrong. Uh, listen, if I wanted to be wrong, I would be a pickup artist. I would be a pickup artist. I would be a dating coach if you wanted me to be wrong. And then you could show and prove on a weekly basis that I'm wrong. I don't. I don't come on here to lie. Yes, I edutain. I kind of make you laugh through painful situations. I'm not here to lie. I said this last week. I said, what he's doing, I get it. He's going to make some money. But I said, it's probably not the best strategy. But from a, from, a, from a social media promotion standpoint, if he was saying something blue-pilled, what he did was genius. What he was doing was absolute genius. But I said there's going to be a problem with it because if you rise too fast, they're going to look at ways to cancel you. I said this last week. Y'all called me haters, and here we are. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, and I don't wish that on anyone. I don't wish that on anyone. I deal with this bullshit all the time. I was banned on IG, so it's not like I'm saying something that's, you know, again, I was banned on IG, so he's he been banned on IG. But it is what it is. I'm telling you what it is. He says he says he doesn't need the money. Well, he well. <laughs> he was making money. I don't know if he needs it, but he was making it. So it is what it is. So I think people have to distinguish between when I when I say something, I'm never saying it in the hate situation. I'm just basically can read the situation and go, hmm, I probably it's probably cool, but I don't want. I don't think you want that way, but he'll be fine. Tate will be fine. He'll be fine. Anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. He'll be all right. Um. Oh, and um, and Coach Adamus strikes again. Coach Adamus is on fire. But uh, one of these days, we'll do a collabie with Andrew Tate. We'll we'll see. Shout out to Sizzo, uh, last one. It's free agent lifestyle Friday. Coach Dwayne Wayne's son is a girl now. <laughs> it says buzzers for society in the feminist movement. 
So this is the snake eating its tail. So now you have young men becoming girls. This is going along with the show. And uh, obviously, Dwayne Wade is about it. He bought it, bought it. You know, my whole chick bought it, bought it. Car step up. The whores want to crowd around it. You can see me on Optimum TV. Turn on the bathroom. Turn the lights on. Scream Bloody Mary. So anyway, all right. I tried to do the song. I wasn't ready for it. Deluxe is hard, dude. Yo, yo. I had a whole chick bought it, bought it. I make yours while you pot about it. So anyway. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Uh, what are we doing? Some rap lyrics are hard to uh, go right off the head sometimes. Pause. All right. What are we doing here? Did I get all the super chats? All right. Today's topics. Let's get that going on. Hey, by the by the way, this is the podcast. This is a podcast version. Don't tell me to get to the point. We chilling. You at your slave job. You at work. All right. Mr. George is, is, is making you work and build roofs. You're chilling. Chill. All right, so these are the day's topics. We're going to talk about how women are canceling themselves. And we're going to talk about, first, they're canceling themselves via the Jezebel spirit. You'll be quite entertained by these clips that we're going to show you. But I did a great live stream on the Jezebel spirit. I also did one on Lilith. Lilith, And I also did one on Samson and Delilah. So we did do some biblical uh, verses here. But why is Jezebel, why was Jezebel so treacherous? Was it because she was a 304? But most people believe that it was because she was a 304. But it wasn't because she was a 304. It's because she was cancerous. And she was also full of deceit. She had the spirits of control, deceit, seduction, witchcraft, and deletion, which came against God's anointing. Uh, And uh, essentially what happened was her biggest downfall was that she was destroyer of society. She was destroyer for everything that... uh, the society wanted to become and the spirit of Elijah warned of the treacherous nature of the Jezebel. She was manipulative. She was immoral and she was proud of herself. See, she was defiant until the very end. And that was the definition of the Jezebel. It wasn't that she was a 304. And as a matter of fact, she was married to the weak King Ahab and she turned Ahab, Ahab into the worshiper of the Baal. So essentially you're having some of the things that we're seeing here because people don't really understand the interpretation of the Jezebel. They just think she was a whore, and that's not true. She was one, but it was the other things that actually ruined them. She was actually have access to the king that uh, the, in the in the king was weak to the Jezebel, and the king was being destroyed by the Jezebel as long as much as the king was actually they were destroying. She was destroying the kingdom from within. She actually was deleting men. In order to obtain the land, just like, uh, you know, taxation. And she was deleting men who were ordained by the Lord. And then when she was actually called upon or actually was called out for these actions, she was defiant until the very end. She was putting on her makeup and putting on her fine garments as she was going to be executed. Defiant to the very end. Even as the dogs ate her flesh and the horses trampled over her. She was defiant until the very end. So the spirit of Jezebel is about defiance. It is not about being the 304. See, being a 304 is one thing. We like the 304. Shout out to the 304s. Do your job. All right. I don't mind you doing your job and I don't come down on 304s. I just describe you. See, there's one thing about me saying these things. I don't talk down about you. I just describe you. She was thrown off the balcony to eat, have her flesh eaten by dogs and trampled by horses. And she still was defiant until the very end. It's the defiance that defines the Jezebel. 
It is the arrogance and the conceit. And so let's give you a couple examples right here. Here's a woman named Mia Khalifa. Her name is Mia Khalifa. She would be described as a sex worker or a, you would call her a 304, but she was a paid woman. So she wasn't really a 304. 304s do it for free. Pros do it for pay. So this is not either one of them, but I'm going to go ahead and roll this clip. Listen to this 304 babble. To be gotten? No. Men are the easiest thing in the entire world. If you are wondering how you and another woman got the same man, it is because men are the easiest thing in the entire world. I have never wanted a man and not gotten him. Do you have any idea how many men have wanted me and not gotten me? Granted, She's speaking in the spirit of Jezebel here because she believes that what she has separates her from the next woman, and this is not true. How she gives it to the is different from the next woman. So she's willing to give it or she's willing to sell a bit. And men sometimes are willing to buy a bit or she's willing to do things uh, on camera for certain reasons. And, and essentially what's happening here is she's trying to say, I'm able to get the men that I want. And so that makes me the hammer. Hey, ladies, I'm going to just uh, give you guys something here. Uh, just And I want you to remember this. Somebody <laughs> is the hammer. Somebody is the nail. The nail can never be the hammer. You see what I'm saying? The nail can never be the hammer. In essence, the woman can never say, I effed a guy. Or I made this guy F me or something like that. I, I, you are the nail and you will forever be the nail. The male is the hammer. So in essence, he got you. He hammers you. You never hammer him. You never get him. He gets you. And as a result, he gets uplifted for his ability to get you, whether he paid or not. You get nailed. And the nail always gets the harder part of the job. They always get the damage right to the head. So when you get nailed, you get the damage and then you get subjugated. You get pressed into the wood. You get pressed into the coal. You are the nail. You never get rewarded for doing the easiest thing that you can get. And you even admit it's easy for you to do it. A nail never gets rewarded for doing any of the work. It surely holds things together, but the hammer does the work. And the hammer should get the reward. What reward do you believe that you're getting there, you Jezebel? You're not getting a reward for getting men easily. That's like saying we got the lion to bite the hyena in the ass. That's what we do. Or the antelope. That's what lions do. You never reward the antelope for standing out in the middle of the prairie and the lion going and biting the uh, antelope's ass. No. Shout out to Anthony Spade. See, the antelope never gets a reward for getting a ass torn out. <laughs> the lion gets the reward for getting at the antelope. Huh? Let's go ahead and put this up. You're the nail, Mia. You're the antelope. I got him, and I got him to lie between my legs. You're the nail. You're not the hammer. <laughs> here we go. Here, let's go ahead and play it. it. To be gotten? No. Men are the easiest thing in the entire world. If you are wondering how 
you and another woman got the same man, it is because men are the easiest thing in the entire world. I have never wanted a man and not gotten him. Do you? She doesn't understand. You're the antelope. You're not the lion. You're not the lioness. You lie. You just lie there. You're not the hammer. You're the nail. You have any idea how many men have wanted me and not gotten me? Granted, granted, some dusties have caught me slipping. But <laughs> oh, she admits it. Some dusties have caught me slipping. Remember, I told you this. Uh, you know, every now and then you'll get an eight or a nine and you'll catch them slipping. It's happened to me, but it's not the norm. You know, if you're a guy and you're around in the right scenario, your locations are in the right place, you'll catch an eight or a nine. You're not going to get them on a regular basis, though. Not every guy's going to get them. Sure, there's the one guy that gets all eight and nines. Yes, yeah, sorry. That's the exception to the rule. Yes, you'll catch her slipping. By the way, she's not an eight or a nine. She just has a reputation as a as a as a, a concubine. And we got to clear up this interpretation about concubines. Concubines are fully supported financially. All right. So, again, that's going to be another one of these situations where you guys have been misled. Concubines are supported financially. Sometimes the, the concubines support it only to keep them separate from the peons. But the guy who supports the concubine never even touches the woman. See, we got to got to get a real interpretation of what's going on here. So if we're calling people tricks, people who have concubines fully support the women. OK. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, continue this here. But. There has never been a single man that I have wanted that I have not gotten because men are cheap and easy. Men are cheap and easy. No, we're the lion. We're the hammer. So this is the Jezebel culture. This is the Jezebel spirit, even in the spirit of even in defiance, even in the face of defiance, even in the face of ignorance, women are canceling themselves in the spirit of Jezebel. Okay. Um, in the spirit of Jezebel. So that's just one example. And, and it's sad. It's sad to see her go out like that. But a lot of women are going out like that. And somebody says she's aging badly. Yes, she is. <laughs> and she's like, men are easy and cheap. No, we, we just want what we want. And she's actually looking kind of ravaged now. All right. She's losing her baby fat around her face. Here's a woman here. Uh, the best Buffalo Wild Wing employee. Remember, I talked about this yesterday. Your daughters, your nieces, and all of these people will go get their first job. You won't know something, and not all women are doing this. I get it. But this is a prime example of women who are proud in the spirit of Jezebel. And so listen to her story here. She's going to share. This is a uh, courtesy of World Star. Like I said, I'm from a military town, right? So rangers and all these handsome military men would come in. And me being the young southern little Alabama girl working at Buffalo Wild Wings, I loved them. They all would come in Buffalo Wild Wings. One would stay after, you know, I'd start talking to them. And I'd be like, let me finish sweeping. and finish. Fair use. So she's a lot of times this is what's happening here. Uh, as you can see, she's she's thick now as a 22-year-old. But she's going to be a busted Pillsbury biscuit can for sure. All right. Uh, this is why you got to get them young. Brigham Young University in the house. Uh, she's headed the Supreme Pog level. Black men will be lining up in the next 10 years. All right, but here it is in the situation here. She's planning to be conquered. She's planning to be the nail. And, oh, I'll let them stay. Now she's targeting a certain man. She's she's leaking for these guys. And she says, oh, uh, after everything closes up, you stick around. So she's letting him run his game. And let's go ahead and continue. 
finish doing what I need to do, go sit in the booth. And like, well, afterwards to have sex, like in my car, they would wait for me, like sit in the booth and they would wait. And I would like do my little section. I'd sweep and I'd go out and then we'd like have sex in the back of the car and then they'd leave. Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. Amazing It service. should be an actual <laughs> ad for yeah, Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings. This would Buffalo like, wings. Yeah. that would like they make would people wait. go to yeah. Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings. I would yeah. love it. And then I would be friends with all the new, all the rangers. I'd be friends with them. We'd talk. Like, I'd fuck them. And then they would be there you see it there. There it is one more time. I'm going to show you here. She says, I would F them. Ma'am, one more time. You're the nail. Men do the effing. You do not F them. They F you. What you should say is they would F me. <laughs> right? I would F them. No, you don't. They F you. They're the hammer. You're the nail. In the back seat of the Jeep. See, this is what I'm talking about right here. This is the spirit of the Jezebel at Buffalo Wild Rings. And this woman is somebody's daughter. So I don't never feel bad about doing this to someone's daughter. <laughs> Here we go. Them, we talk, we got to fuck them. And then they would be like, Jeannie, a new shipment of Rangers are coming in. Woo! And I'd be like, my boys, y'all got me. Nobody supports the troops harder than Jeannie. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Write that down. Well, 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 well. All right, so what do we got here? We got that. And she's proud of this. I'm letting you know. And ladies, ma'am, I'm proud of you too. I'm proud of you too. I'm not judging you on what you do with your body, your body, your choice. However, we can't wife up women like this. Some of you guys will be proud to have this woman in about 12 to 15 years. And that's you. A lot of men will wife up women like this, and then she'll say, my past is my past. And if you ask her about her past, she says you wasn't there. How dare you? Okay, and by the time you guys will wife her up, she's going to be. You see what I mean? This is why we say they're younger years between 18 and we always say 16 here. Uh, 16, because this is when people are becoming active. These young women and men. Between 16 and 28 are the most important years they're going to live. What they do with those years are going to decide be decide or dictate what they're going to be in terms of a wife, a good employee, or somebody that can build with you and all these things. And unfortunately, sometimes you don't know. A lot of these women are doing this on the low. You always know them. All right. People used to call these girls like slut babies and all this stuff. And then people start taking pride in the word being a SLUT. Right. This, this is our culture now. They're no longer hiding it. They're proud of it. And they're parlaying this experience to being OnlyFans and, and on the marketplace. And I still have dudes telling me, no, you're not going to be able to get junior college girls. You're a lying coach. All right. And some and a guy like me, sure, you would say, well, coach, you can get her for free, too. Well, why? Listen, <laughs> why would I want to at this point? Okay. But uh, here we go right here. We'll play it one more time. Like I said, I'm from a military town, right? So rangers and all these handsome military men would come in. And me being the young southern little Alabama girl working at Buffalo Wild Wings, I loved them. They all would come in Buffalo Wild Wings. One would stay after, you know, I'd start talking to them. And I would like, let me finish sweeping and finish doing what I need to do. Go sit in the booth. And like, well, afterwards to have sex, like in my car. They would wait for me, like sit in the booth. And they would wait. And I would like do my little section. I'd sweep and I'd go out. And then we like have sex in the back of 
the car and then they leave. Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings. Amazing. It should be an actual <laughs> ad for Buffalo yeah, Wild yeah. Wings. This would like yeah. that would like they make would people go to yeah. Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings. I would yeah. love it. And then I would be friends with all the new all the Rangers. All the new guys. <laughs> they like go see Kaylee. Kaylee's down there. She provides great service right in the back seat, right behind the car. At some particular point, she starts charging them boys. I'd be friends with them. We'd talk. Like, I'd fuck them. And then they would be like, Jeannie, a new shipment of Rangers are coming in. And I'd be like, my boys, y'all got me. My boys, the new shipment will come in. <laughs> Nobody supports the troops harder than Jeannie. Yeah, honestly. Write that down. All right. So there you go right there. Um. You know, this is this is the cancel culture. So what's happening is people are sabotaging these young girls. Uh, you have the broken home, no father, or the father, um, the father disowns the daughter because she rebels in the spirit of Jezebel. He says, I can't do nothing with her, or I can't parent her. Sometimes you have the family court in between you parenting your daughter, and you'd be like, Oh, well, I can't do nothing. And then or situations where other women are like, Hey girl, come on over here. You know, the shame is gone. You could be a 304, shame is gone. Like being a 304, it's gone. Like there's no shame in it anymore, right? Being getting flown out, you know, being with athletes. Oh, speaking of athletes, I got another one right here. Speaking of athletes, we're going to play this one and we're going to have to fair use this one here. Let's see if we can pull up another one. Uh, we're going to skip to this one right here. This is by Based Chris. Go ahead and give him a subscribe and a like. Um, here's a young woman here. Let's go ahead and see what she is revealing to the world. And let's just say, Let's just say for all intents and purposes, these women are lying. Let's just say they're lying. Okay, why would you lie about something like this? I know some people are like, I don't believe these girls. I do, but you might say they're lying. Why would they lie about it? What's the, what's the benefit of them lying about it, right? There has to be a benefit for a person to do this. Do they feel bad about themselves? Are they trashy? Are they going to get a reward? Are they going to get more sexual interest? Are they monetizing? Why would they lie? About something like this on in public. All right, let's go ahead and um, yeah, attention. What is it? Let's go ahead and um, play it. In school, and the like little library room was kind of like shut off. Like no one went in there because like who the hell goes to the library? You know, the whole basketball team. Did you get trained by a basketball team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many guys? Eleven. She belongs to the streets. Eleven guys. Isn't like the whole team or anything, but just like that's the whole. Now, listen, I coach on college campuses, and I'm going to tell you, there are girls like this. Yes. I've had girls like this on my basketball team. Okay. All right. I've been telling you these stories. They got there on school, first week of school. There were several, not all girls, but I would say a good maybe 5% of my team got ran through by several people. They have my teammate, my team players will be coming back to me like, man, coach, what the hell? Where did you get this girl? Girls in the bushes, girls running through five football players. All right, it's it happens, bro. There's girls when they get dropped off the campus, this happens. Now, this girl's acting shocked, but both of these women, you could tell, are for the streets. You know what I mean? Both of these women. In these streets. Now, this one's shocked because she's not as bad. But this one, you can tell. You can tell, bro, she been ran through. Look at the thousand cocks there, right? <laughs> she gone. She been gone. And she foldable. I would fold her ass up like a love letter from the second grade, too. All right, but let's go ahead and listen to it. In school, and the like little library room was kind of like shut off. Like no one went in there because like who the hell goes to the library? You know, the whole basketball team. Did you get trained by a basketball team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. How many guys? Eleven. She belongs to the streets. Eleven guys. Is it like the whole team or anything? But just like that's the whole. <laughs> All right. So shout out to Base Chris for letting me share that. Fair use. Fair use. Uh, here we go. So they're canceling themselves out. So what eventually happens is they become unmarriageable. They become not being willing to be supported. Then they start playing the whole that. And that's you. And that's you. And we like nice guys. And they start playing that. And guys are now saying, no, 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 no. We know that. Late 20s, early 30s. So both of the women that we showed, actually three of the women that we showed so far, are women before their late 20s and early 30s been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. And they're going to later say, hey, man, forget about that. Don't judge me on that. Let me show you another example of women canceling themselves in the spirit of Jezebel. So when they say men are going to be lonely and single, no, men are not. Or yes, men are going to be lonely and sin single because a lot of women are canceling themselves. All right, so here it is right here. This is a woman that goes by Lisa Ann. She's a former prawn star. Uh, fair use on this one from Nabato. Fair use on this one. Former prawn star. Listen to what she says about her former career and why she's upset that it's still being she's still being judged on her former career of getting pounded out on screen for payment. I got money. Here we go. Did my job. I retired. I moved on. I'm working really hard at something else. And I am constantly constantly disrespected and constantly disregarded as a decent human being. She made her money, got her clout from being in the adult industry. She got all the rewards of being in that industry, but she don't want any of the accountability that comes from being in the adult industry. I think that she doesn't regret her career. She regrets the consequences. If she didn't age out, she'd still be doing it and she wouldn't ask for respect at the end. People don't tell. Hey, there's Kevin Samuels right there. Don't mention other content creators in my damn stream. But I think that guy is right. He hit the nail on the head. See, what happened was she made all the money. She got all the reputation. She got all the awards. She got all the attention. She got the clout. But now, because she's not no longer doing that anymore, she wants to do something else. She did that in her early 20s. Now she's saying, I'm being harassed. I'm being disrespected. No, baby, you made your money. You can't go back then and erase it and say, you should still treat me. Now, that was different. That was in the past. And that's you. Nah, baby. I'm sorry. That's not how it works. Let's just say a male is a criminal. A male's going to be always judged on this criminal past. Okay, let's just say a man assaults women. And then he later says, I'm tired of you judging me for assaulting women. And yes, I'm comparing assaulting women to pornography. <laughs> she got her money. You got pounded out. You can't erase it now. You can't say, don't make the judgment about me. No, you're forever going to be judged. Let's just say you're a football player and you have a Hall of Fame career. And then all of a sudden, when you're in your 30s and 40s and 50s, you get to parlay that Hall of Fame career into attention accolades you can't say stop judging me from when i played football <laughs> judge me as a business owner today no no son son you were a football player in your early uh 20s i'm gonna talk to you about you being a football player i could care less about your business ventures magic johnson pause anytime you say the word magic johnson you have to say pause Magic Johnson, despite the fact that he's a great businessman, what do they talk about 
uh, about Magic. They talk about him in his 20s and his 30s. So the same with you, Lisa Ann. You have to... <laughs> You have to accept that the decision that you made in the past, although it, albeit a very, you know, decision that you're going to be judged negatively on, it's just how it goes. Yes, Magic Johnson, pause. Uh, let's see, is that the last spirit of Jezebel that we're going to, this I, this stream is filthy, right? I feel dirty. Let's get to the super chats here. So I think what's eventually happening is a lot of women are going this route. Same thing as Corinne Steffen, superhead. She's still out here in her 40s. Um, living off the salami that she smuggled. I mean, and she doesn't want to be judged being a salami smuggler. I mean, listen. <laughs> All right, listen. She's still making a name for talking about dudes she smuggled salami with. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, guys. This is how it works. <laughs> you cannot hide from the Jezebel spirit, and they're canceling themselves, so nobody's marrying these people. You're gonna see a you're gonna see a woman who was married. She's now 70. She's homeless, and she still got the spirit of defiance and the spirit of independence. And you're gonna see where she's at. She's what? She's what? In these streets. All right. Let me get to these contributions here. If you want your voice to be heard, dollar sign CGA live. Oh, let me see what the cash. Let me see what the likes looking like. Oh hell no. <laughs> All right. Hell to the no no no. You know what time it is. We got 21,000, 22,000 people in here watching this stream live. Appreciate you for being here. However, my like button is looking a little bit messed up. So we're going to need 300 likes. And as a result, you know what? Time really it gets is. Me we're going to have to get a little belly deli in here. Yes, indeed, because you guys refuse to hit that like. So let's go ahead till we get to 1,000 likes. And we're going to share your slow Tuesday, your favorite slow Tuesday. Your favorite football print go crazy girl. Introducing the belly deli, and you better not leave the street. Here we go. Gets me that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right. Appreciate y'all brothers and sisters for hitting that like button. Yo, man, almighty. Boy, am I down bad days. I'm going to tell you. I used to be like, not afraid of that belly. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You ain't afraid of that belly. Tell me you ain't afraid of that belly. All right, shout out to our belly deli girl in the building. Who do we got here? My man turning the tassel, Steve, says all men pay. He says water pump failed going to peace leave. Wait, uh, he says water pump failed going to peace leave. But all men pay. All men pay. Shout out to Robert P. Elliott. So Donovan picked that, this guy over you for his conference. And that is confirmed. So we'll go ahead and confirm that. All right. Dempzilla says, Coach, are are we getting are we getting that museum from Tariq? Uh, I'm not sure what that means. Are we getting that museum from Tariq? I'm not sure what that means. What, am, what, what does that mean? All right. Shout out to Pele Manuel. Appreciate you for being here. All right. Loud Pocket says, Men so easy. 
she got one to marry her. Oh, wait, nope. Men are easy. I'm actually am appalled that these people think that to get a man to lie between their legs is getting them. I know I'm an old man. <laughs> I know I'm an old man, but ladies, you actually lose if you fornicate with them and get nothing, right? You lost. Like the whole thing about women, you're judged on keeping men. You're just, I know you, they are never listening. Young women will never listen. You do not get judged on letting men penetrate you. I know y'all want to change the game. That ain't no win. You lost, especially when he's skedaddled. Now, if you were able to keep the kid or something like that or take his, let him skeet down your esophagus and you get protein power, power, uh, uh, maybe. But that's not how it works. You can't say you won because dudes are cheap and easy and they piped you down. That's not a win, ladies. You got to keep the dude. <laughs> I don't know what to tell these guys. You're judged on the ability to keep a lion. You're not judged on sleeping with. Now, men, vice versa. See, this is this whole thing about women trying to be masculine. Men, vice versa, are judged on conquering women and his ability. I know people are like, well, that's not fair. And men are whores, too. Okay. But the reality is it's harder for a man to get a woman to part legs. It's just the bottom line. It's harder for him to do it. This is why you have this whole manosphere. Dudes have problems getting women to part legs. Now, there's some men who have it easier. And that's just the way it goes. Richer men, more handsome or more attractive men, taller men. There's, more, there's some women that say, I'll take a broke tall guy before I take a rich short guy. That's how it goes. So it is what it is. I know we want to, we want that to be different. So a lot of women are complaining, well, why can't they be 304s too and be just like men? Well, there's a lot of men going, why can't, why can't uh, women not be hypergamous? It's the same thing. Both of us are living two impossibilities. It's harder for a man to conquer a woman. Now, many women do not believe this. And I'm going to tell you why. They don't believe it because the men who got them easy were in the top 10 to 15% of men. And they've got these men easily because that's who they make themselves available to. So they believe all men have it that easy, and it's not true. Probably 85% of men don't have it easy at all. It's an effort. They got to take women on three dates. They got to pay them outright up front. They got to drive and risk being arrested on Figueroa. They got to run game. They got to manipulate and lie. They got to get in shape. They got to work. Uh, they got to be virgins until 30 until they get a six-figure income. I mean, <laughs> huh? Most men don't get no peace leave. Hey, do you guys know this? The average amount of sexual partners for a man is for a lifetime is between three and seven. Now, Jesus Christ, I would. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's a month for me, but that's neither here nor there. The average man. And you know what he had to do to get them three women apart, them legs. That dude had to put in work 
he had to marry the woman. He had to pledge his whole damn life to this woman to get her, those three women to part their legs. And I'm going to say this. Let me just let you guys know this. Most men live and die getting zero peace leave. Now, some women can't even imagine this. You can't even fathom this because you fornicated with 50, 11 dudes. So you're like, I can't even imagine that. Some men don't get any. Most men that have existed on this earth have never even put some stank on their finger. See, people don't realize this because we lived in a a polygamous society or a polygynous society. We lived in a fiefdom or a kingdom. We lived where there were peasants and classism. There were men at the bottom of the rung that lived and died and got zero. (laughs) Zip. It's a historical fact. 80% of the women that has ever lived and died on this planet have procreated. Many or most with multiple men. This is the difference between being a man and a woman. Most men, only 40% of men that have lived and died on this planet have ever procreated. The remaining men, many of them that have lived and died, many of them lived until 15, 16 and went to war and lost their lives. Never to touch a woman in their life. Many men in American history have made it to 18, lived, and died before they touched a woman. <laughs> People don't get it. People have had to join the military in order to touch a woman. Risk being shot and killed by foreign invaders just so they can go to the territory and conquer the women because women are the what? Spoils of war. Do not get me started here. So it is what it is. So people don't really understand this dynamic. So when you say, why are men judged for conquering women? Because only a small percentage of them actually conquer women. Only a very small percentage of men conquer women. The rest of majority of men don't even touch women. So it is what it is. Their entire life. And if they had touched some women, they actually had to work to get to that point. And the woman was like, and that's you. Okay, I'll give you some. You make money. You're stable. You have a house, a 401k, retirement. All right, you're an engineer, doctor. And that's you. All right. Or they had to go to some place, a massage, and get rubbed off. That's the only, it is what it is. Jones G. Jones G in the building. I'm 48, and I've seen it all. Coach ain't lying at all, fellas. I wish I could come on here and come up here and lie. It ain't in my nature. But it is what it is. But I tell the hardcore truth. And you, if you don't want to deal with it, that's fine with me. If you want to think I'm like, but I actually show, I got receipts. I show what I'm doing. I show how it works. Most of these other people ain't got no damn receipts. And y'all be listening to them. Oh, I'm going to listen to this old man. Here we go. No receipts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or the receipts they have look like the damn um, Golden Corral, the Uptown Buffet receipts. That's the only receipts they've shown. <laughs> they sitting here, coach lying. There's no way he's got money. There's no way he's paying fistful of 20s. The dictator says, coach, I'm scared of that belly deli. That one I am scared of. I don't know if I can do anything with that woman. Oh, we got a, uh, oh, shout out to uh, Showtime Chris in the building. He says student loan forbearance ends in two weeks. 
or we're going to get some judgment here. We're going to talk about student loans here in a second. Okay, we're going to talk about that because that's going to be an important part of women canceling themselves. All right, shout out to the next egg vault. He says, don't let that fupa print go crazy, y'all. Yeah, that woman I came to. I mean, boy, I'm going to have to be down bad to be able to go there. And he says, the dictator says, laughing my ass off. I actually, I'm actually at the junior college with my nephew. Well, I know you looking around. He like, you looking around looking like uh, our homeboy. Um, What's his name? Uh, Samuel O. Jackson over at the junior college. All right, you losing your mind, bro. When I go down to the junior college, I'll be like, Lord, have mercy. What, what have I done in life? All right, I need to be here. I didn't enroll in classes at Orange Coast Community College, looking at all the surfer chicks running around, going from class to class. Never do that, dude. Never do that. He says, eyes all bucked. He looking like, Lord. Don't do that, guys. That everybody's always taking it literally. He drives down to the junior college. Him a pervert, and him a metaphile. Him a perv. He drives down. He's so sad. Him drive. Him got to drive down to the junior college. You don't got to drive down there. You got to drive down there. Let me get a couple of PayPal's and back to the show. All right, we got three PayPal's coming up. We got uh, Lucas, twenty-six-year-old free agent in the making. Coach, I pledge. Uh, for a stream for the young guys. He says, your your points on why it gets greater later. And he says, uh, your work is appreciated. Peace from Greece. All right, shout out to uh, Lucas in Greece. It gets greater later. I know that's a hard one for men to swallow. Just like women, your best years are your younger years. Men are like, but I don't want to wait, coach. Why do men have to want to wait? Listen, you're battling nature at this point. And then there's always going to be the guys, guys, you don't have to wait. All you have to do is get your masculine frame on and all. All you have to do. Some guys, the best year sexually for you will be between the ages of 35 and 55. Other than that, you're going to be wasting time. I'm just, it's, I know, man, y'all don't want it to be. I know you guys are horny. Some of the best women you will lay with will be when you're between the ages of 35 and 55. I mean, it's how it works for most. Yes, you can you can try to leave that matrix and then press press hard over here and then do all that work over here, but you're going to fumble the bag in the back end. All right, it is what it is. All right, we keep proving this on a daily basis, but then everybody wants to break this down. No, guys, you don't have to wait. You can be 18 and you can get this finesse game and you can get this pimping. Kaylin says, men are easy, women are not. Men just want peace, food, and sex. We're pretty easy, complicated. Women want relationships uh, that they'll easily break over nothing. Yeah, I mean, the Owens are in the building. The Owens are in the building. Did I get, uh, we're going to get E, we're going to get this one here. Let me see if I can say his government name. Demzilla. I walked into the spirit. He says, I walk in the spirit of LeVar Ball. I'm cussing out women and looking for the six foot four Viking women. To make giant half-breed ninja babies with. Wait uh, a minute. <laughs> uh, look at my African-American over here. Shout out to you. I hope him. you're tall. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I hope you're tall. You go to the Nordic countries. You better be a Viking in the making. Or you could be all right. You don't have to be. You don't have to be a Viking. All right. Let's get to the second part of this right here. Uh Let's do the student loan thing. We have everybody in here. So this is three. We'll go back to two later. 
Okay, so we're going to say cancel via poor financial management. Uh, I know, I would say the strong and independent thing. You guys know that 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 a lot of women are canceling themselves relationship wise following that ideology. And um, there's a woman on Twitter who had a great tweet about this that I bookmarked or I actually liked. I can't remember what I did with it, but uh, it relates to this uh, somewhat this idea ideology. We're going to call it an ideology <laughs> because idiots follow this and they think it's going to work out for them. But ultimately, they're canceling themselves out of potential relationships, partners. Uh, we're going to listen to a woman say she followed this ideology. Um, here it is right here. Let me see if I can uh, pull this up. The juicy genius. Pause. All right. Juicy genius ass girl. All right. Shout out to her. Let's see if I can pop her up on Twitter. There she is here. If you're not on the 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 cesspool that is Twitter, I don't know. But if you are following me at Coach Greg Adams, here's a juicy genius. Shout out to you. She says, sisters, do not subscribe to this mindset. And the mindset here is right here. As a woman, wait for no man. Step out and go hustle every day. When you have your own money, a man is just a bonus. All right, so now that is a very masculine mindset. Like for men, I always tell you, women aren't the entree, they are the dessert. Uh, another way to put this is that women are a byproduct of success. Now, if people disagree with that, women typically are going to say, hey, we want men that are going to be stable and this and that. But then when I say women are a byproduct of success, people think I'm being a misogynist, right? How dare you? But they say it themselves. I just say it in a different way. But now this ideology of, you know, this woman's going to make her own money and be rich and be able to get the man as a side plate, a side dish. This doesn't pan out in reality. This is this is actually goofy philosophy. It doesn't work in the end for the majority of them because statistically they just don't have the money. Sure, you're going to find Atlanta women in, in, in certain places of Atlanta that can fit this. But ultimately, they ended up calling Kevin Samuels talking about Average wise, they're going to be make a maximum of 55K. If they do make more than that, we're going to see what the results of that is just in a bit. But this woman says, don't follow this ideology. Don't subscribe to this mindset. This is a serious push for black women to now feel that we don't need men. This her mentality can and will ruin black families. This is the canceling of women. And they do this through this ideology, and then it cancels the black family, and then it, can it makes everything tough. And she says, so it goes much deeper than just being independent. We are the only group this ideology is promoted to. Not necessarily, but this is the only group that eats it up. All right. They think that this is a possibility because there's just no respect for black men. You know what I mean? I, you know, I'm not a pro-black, but there's I I will say black men have it the hardest in terms of getting respect, not only from uh the society, but definitely from their own women, their own women. And we prove this on a regular basis when people, their own women will call them the N-word. Their own women will call them boy. Their own women will tell them your little job and your little podcast and your little car and your little the demeaning language that is used against men by particularly their own woman is disgusting. It's reprehensible. It's reprehensible. And this is why a lot of dudes are scrambling and they're getting their passport and they're saying you can't get your passport. You own child support. The use of child support to hamper the man, the plantation politics it's it's actually reprehensible. But this is what happens. This ideology is promoted. And it ends up being a poor financial management situation. And then which the woman says, well, who's going to rescue me? Okay. I know. Hold on to your hats here. It's not just the sisters. Sister, you've been on. 
on my mind. Here's the poor financial management here. Here's a woman who goes by the name of Rashida Tlaib. She's part of the Squizod, as you guys know here. Um, she is a politician. Oh, before we play this video, I'm going to give you a rundown on her really quick here. It says right here, Rashida Talab. What's her name? Talib? I don't know what it is. Mistakenly makes a case against the federal loan, uh, student loan forgiveness in which we know in September it's going to go away. But I think they're going to probably do something to placate it because it's right before the election, uh, right before the um, elections here coming up. So they're probably going to wash away $10,000. We know that the student loan forgiveness overwhelmingly is going to benefit suburban white women, right, more than it does minorities. But we made it a case that uh, uh, it's going to benefit minorities and black women. And, and no, it's not. No, it's not. 10K ain't going to do shit to your 80K student loan debt. Here's a woman here. She's a politician. She makes $175,000 a year. She's in $70,000 of student loan debt. Let's go ahead and listen to what she says here. She's a Democrat from Michigan. She argues her complaint against her student loan debt, and it proves the federal bailout will benefit the rich. As I just said, the federal bailout of the student loan debt was going to benefit the rich. It's not, by the way, them uh, washing away the student loan debt would be dumb. It is the top line of income for the federal government other than the taxation system. So it's a basic way to enslave you. So th they will never do that. Let's read this. Quote, I work full-time Monday through Friday. That would not be full-time. That's part-time to me. And took weekend classes to get my law degree. And still close to $200,000 in debt. And I still owe $70,000. And most of it is interest. She's going to repeat this here. And it says, Tlaib makes, Tlaib, is it Tlaib? She makes $174,000 a year as a member of Congress. And she's still holding on to 70K debt. This is not the only person you're going to hear with this bullshit ass story. Let me show you something here. Let's go ahead and play this fair use. First in my uh, family to graduate from high school. My father only went up to fourth grade education. My mother, eighth grade education. So your, your parents had the, your parents raised you without education, made you here. And they seem to be still together. They got a fourth grade and an eighth grade uh, education, but you got an education and you got debt. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Who's the genius here? See, your family was able to support you and make you what you are. And your dumb ass went to college. <laughs> and you're still single. You're not married. As far as I'm understanding, I don't know what her orientation is. And you just hanging on the debt, making six figures. <laughs> Who's the dumbass? Somebody said, did CGA go to college? Yes, I got a master's degree, bro. I got a master's degree. I'm your master. <laughs> I got more degrees than a thermometer. I got a master's, a bachelor's. I got certifications up the yin-yang pause. I got a CDL. I got a certification for uh, high-level fitness training, strength and conditioning. I got a real estate license. I make YouTube videos. What else do I got? Anyway. And I got an associate's degree. She. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. You know, my father came here at 19 years old. Could have never imagined, of course, their daughter being able to graduate from uh, high school, go on to college. And yes, I worked full time Monday through Friday and took weekend classes to get my law degree. And still 
close to $200,000 in debt. And I still owe over $70,000. And most of it was interest. Most okay, so these people think they're smart. <laughs> this person right here is, she says she's intelligent. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Yo, you're an idiot. And now you're unmarriageable. Now you canceled yourself. Now you're forever going to be a debt slave. Now you're forever working this off. You pay, you managed to pay down 130K of your debt, or it might have got washed away. I'm not sure because you're a public servant. Or that's not what they call it, public servant. But still, you make six six figures, and you're still struggling with this. What are we doing? This is canceling yourself. It says cancel student debt. No, cancel women. <laughs> cancel women with all this debt and degrees. Uh, as you saw at the beginning of the show, they own nearly 70% of the student loan debt. And this is why they're trying to get this debt eradicated because it's overwhelmingly canceling women. It's making them unmarriageable. It's making them stressed out. It's making them age. It's making men go, no, I'm not going to get married. I don't care if you're a good woman. I don't care if you're even a stepmom. But you got all this debt. This is no way. Well, it's not your debt. You don't have to pay it off, but it's going to be a financial burden to us as a marriage couple. Continuing. Most of it was our own government making money and profit off of me. Yes. Dummy. Yeah, you're you're a dummy. Guess what? I didn't go to the for-profit entities. I went to legal aid. I worked at the nonprofit organization fighting. That, that's going to be another L because then she got out of school with all that debt. You're going to hear another story. She got out of school with all that debt, and then she did what? She went to a nonprofit. Now, if you do work for a nonprofit, I believe, for 10 years, you can get a percentage of your debt canceled. But who are you benefiting for, you know, the right to breathe clean air, to fight for the worker that was getting their wage, uh, you know, taken and stolen from their employer. I went and worked on immigrant rights and so much more. And all of that to say, we have to stop treating as if folks that are paying for education, as if they bought some bougie car or some big, you know, something beyond. That. No, 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 no. You can't do that because a lot of people be like this. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. See, they weaponize their education. So you can't say, well, you got to act like this is not a big purchase. No, when you weaponize your degree and you're like, well, so I could focus on my career. And you're sitting here saying, hey, because because I have a degree, you're a, um, and I have a degree and you don't, you're a low quality individual. I never sit up here and thump my master's degree. I never sit up here and thump my bachelor's degree. Because I know mm, it helped me in certain instances. Some instances is overrated. It means at this point in my life, it means nothing. <laughs> All right. But women weaponize their education. And they say, man, my, my man should have as much education as I do. My, and if he doesn't, he's a loser. So now you're saying don't weaponize it for financial gain. But when women weaponize it in the dating marketplace, what are they doing? They're doing it to be able to level up. They were seeking an education because as many of my colleagues will tell you, there was that counselor in the hallway that would pull us aside and say, where to leave, you know, Rashida, where is your application for college? You got to apply. And I'm like, I'm the eldest of 14 coach Watson it was coach Perry Watson at Southwestern high school. He still remembers pulling me into his office because another person that was indoctrinated. Yeah, girl, go to school, put your education in, put your application in, go get that degree. 
And all they did was saddle your ass in debt, more debt than you'll probably be able to ever consume within four year period than you would in any portion of your adult life. You took on more debt than you will ever be able to consume in any parts of your life. And you did it in your young and fertile years. That's your bad. Hey, guys, we got to stop pitching this bullshit. We got to stop pushing people into college. Oh, well, you're a woman and you're a black man and you should go to school. No, well, not necessarily. There's other options out here. Maybe school is your best option. But don't think that you're going to school to get this uh, worthless degree that it's going to be the end all be all. And you're not necessary, not for all. Because they didn't get an application from me. And I said, I'm the eldest of 14. You know, I can't go to bat. My parents who are working class folks, my dad worked at the line and, and Ford Motor Company and say, hey, dad, you know, help me out here. I got I, I want to go to college. And so all that to say is, what? yeah, they sat us down. Of course, there was the Pell Grant and all of that. And you took the money. You took the money. You spent the money. You bought drinks and purses and T-shirts. You bought clothes at May Company and Nordstrom's when you got your student loan debt check. You bought books. You sucked off men, professors. <laughs> you had fun. You were partying. But now you want to be crying. Now you want to be. <laughs> Remember what y'all did in college when you got y'all money? You got your student loan debt money and you went to go shopping. You put gas in your car so you can drive to the next university and go party. Yeah, they got their bag and ran, didn't they? Didn't they? They got their bag and ran. Hold up. Gotta get my bag and run. Yeah. Now, most of that money that you got, you wasted. Of course there was. But at the end. Yep, they took spring break trips. Struggle. It was a still struggle because guess what? Some of that money, you couldn't use it for certain things. I remember this. They changed stuff a little See? bit. Yep. After. See, she just admitted it. She just admitted it right there. Oh, some of that money we tried to use for this and tried to use for that. Yep. You see that smile? She just admitted it. They wasted student loan debt and grant money on bullshit. Now they don't want to pay it back. She just admitted it. After uh, I graduated, uh -huh. but I still. I oh, after I graduated, they changed the rules. Look, watch her. See, this is the bullshit I want you to see. And so all that to say is, yeah, they sat us down. Of course, there was the Pell Grant mm -hmm. and all of that. Of course, there was. Yep. But at the end, it was still struggle. It uh -huh. was a still struggle because guess what? Some of that money, you couldn't use it for certain things. I remember this. They changed stuff a little bit after uh, I graduated. Bruh. Oh, my God. The disingenuous nature of this particular speech is tragic. Pay the money back. Period. Pay it back. You took the loan out. Yes, it was predatory. You took the loan out. Pay it back. Period. Here's a woman here, Dave Ramsey. I got to play the audio only on this one. Because Dave Ramsey don't like when I share him video. Him, him don't like it when I critique him video. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Let's play the audio here. Kelly is with us in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to the Ramsey Fair Show. Fair use. Hi. Oh, my gosh. It's such an honor. Thank you for having me. Our um, honor, too. How can we help? I am drowning in student loan debt. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> she drowning in student loan debt. Look at Dave, like, Lord, look at this nice curly hair piece of thing over there. Look at that piece of calico. Who is her? Who is her? What her name is? All right, anyway, she got a wedding ring on, I guess. Um, She's drowning in student loan debt. 
He said, sell him, sell his truck. Are you married? Tell your husband to sell his truck. That's how they usually do. She's a butterface. She ain't bad looking. She ain't bad looking. I mean, her, she kind of googly, but it's all right. I have $300,000 in student loans. Oh, honey. Yeah. What's your degree in? Are you a lawyer or a doctor? A lawyer. Okay, that's good. Okay, so again, this is what when they... And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. I don't know if you can tell the ethnicity of the caller, but I'm just going to say bunkhead. So uh, she has $300,000 in student loan debt. $300,000 in student loan debt. She's a lawyer. They weaponize these degrees. They say they're more educated, the most educated. And then they weaponize the degrees, but they're drowning. They're drowning. You're going to hear, see, it gets worse. 300000 in a law degree. This is what happens when you don't, when you have broken homes, because then these people get pushed and they say, well, you'll make more money. Right. And this is why they don't date down. This is why these women who have these degrees, they don't tell you to have student loan debt, but they're also saying things like, I don't want to date down. I want a stable man. I want this. They start saying, and that's you. And why it's economically attractive uh, and emotionally attractive men aren't here. Right. Or emotionally available and economically attractive. They're desperate. They're desperate. Continuing. There's. I hope. I hope you got a good lawyer job. You didn't take a work, take a job with the state or something. The government, federal. Again, a pseudo welfare job. She went and got a three hundred thousand dollar law degree, and she works for the government. Again, just like Rashida Tlaib. Uh, then I work for a nonprofit. Who's at? Who's raising these people? Look, if you get a three hundred k, um law degree, you need to go work for the devil's advocate. You need to go down to that Memphis town or that Nashville town and the devil's advocate and work as a defense attorney or an ambulance chaser or a personal injury lawyer. <laughs> That's what you need to go immediately. Nah, your ass go back and work for the government or a nonprofit. Who's, who's telling these people what to do? This is how you cancel yourself. And too many people are canceling themselves just like that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? People are goofy. And shout out to Classy Beats who got freaking, uh, he got a check mark in here. I hope, <laughs> I hope you got a good lawyer job. You didn't take a work, take a job with the state or something. The government, federal government. Why? Uh, work-life balance. So, uh, work-life balance. You got $300,000 in debt. <sighs> See, this is when you don't listen, <laughs> when you don't listen to life, this woman, this is the most educated in the world and who canceled herself. She's can She's forever canceled herself. She said, she said, I got a $300,000 student loan debt. I got a government job. She's going to tell you what she make here in a minute. And I chose to do this for work life balance. You're canceled. <laughs> Dave. Dave don't know what to do. He's like, who educated you? 
what? But you can't tell them nothing. Let's listen to how much, but work-life balance, you need three jobs. You need to be a Jamaican at this point. You need to fly an airplane, become a DJ, and a lawyer. Somebody said she probably got a GS-12, and she probably got a Mercedes C-Class. Here we go. <laughs> I know. And she, um, I did, she laughing about it, dude. Uh, Work-life balance. So uh, Work-life balance? You got $300,000 in debt. <laughs> I know. Um, I did have a mental health breakdown back in. <sighs> I can't with you people. Now she had a mental health. What did I warn you about? I need you guys to really. Where's my flowers at? Where's my flowers? I'm going full screen because I break. I need you guys to know. Coach Dodamas don't lie. Where's my Where's my flowers at? I'm tired of y'all trying to trying to trying to break me down and we'll find the weakness in my philosophy. Here we are, mental health. Sure, you got a mental health breakdown after three hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt. You don't have no marriage. You got a, a a job with the government, and now here we go. The bullshit. <laughs> I'm undefeated. I'm undefeated. Ah, uh, I couldn't take it no more. I'm on prescribed medication. You're gonna hear it. I'm on prescribed meds. I couldn't recover. I was sad, depressed, anxious, stressed. I needed to so go see a psychological a therapist. <laughs> oh my goodness. Who's who's leading these people? The blind leading the blind. Continuing. In uh 18 and that pre I couldn't find a job, so the government was the first one that came up at the end of 2019 and then the pandemic hit. Yeah, how much are they paying you? Hold up. I got to play I that. I can't again. find a job. So Hold the up. government. $300,000 in debt. <laughs> I know. Um, I did have a mental health breakdown back in 2018. And that pre I couldn't find a job. So the government was the first one that came up at the end of 2019. And then the pandemic hit. Yeah, how much are they paying you? Uh, my gross is $89,834. Okay. So. For $89,000, which is good income, if you're not in $300,000 of student loan debt, I guarantee you her lights are getting cut off. I guarantee you she has a $1,500 car payment for a subpar European car. I guarantee you she has a one-bedroom, three-bathroom townhouse. $89K. For a lawyer. As a lawyer. She's not making partner working for the government. They don't have partners. They have slaves. <laughs> She's looking for a good man. Continuing. Good Lord. This is what I'm talking about. This is look at day. Look at day. Okay. How long you been in law school? Uh, 2015. How are you doing with your mental health? Uh, better. I see a therapist bi-weekly. Um, 
that's a part of my 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 budget is that I have to pay my copay for my therapist, mm-hmm. um, and I see the psychiatrist quarterly so mm-hmm. that and I take medication. Good. In- You're meeting these women on dating apps. <laughs> Bipolar lawyer. This is this is who the people are calling. What happened? Where did all the men go? Oh, this gets worse. So we got mental health meds. Where's my flowers, by the way? We got mental <laughs> princess warrior. We have a therapist. I mean, theric, the rape therapist, a counselor, a we have a we have a uh, psychiatrist. We have mental health meds. We have mental breakdown, $300,000 of debt. It gets worse. 85K, work government job. This woman's headed nowhere, bro. She's going nowhere. (laughs) Here we go. They're canceling. He says no women are not being canceled. They're canceling themselves. Continuing. There's more. Guys, there's more. Good investment. Well done. Thank you. Sounds like you're doing better. I am much better and um, realizing that I got to get a hold of all of this. You married? Um, my wife, I'm not married, but I. Okay, that doesn't surprise me at all. She's not married, but she said, but that's the dangerous part. She said, but I'm not married, but uh oh. Still and with my children's father. Okay. Single. Mother. You heard it right. An unmarried woman with children. Remember, I told you your choices. I told you when you make choices in life and and other people avoid making bad choices and they end up being successful. And you say they have some sort of privilege, but you made bad choice after bad choice after bad choice. And then you want people to save you at this particular point. How many kids do you have, ma'am? Single mother? Yes, you're an unmarried mother. How many times unmarried are you? How many kids do you have? Three. Mm. (laughs) Warhammer giving me my flowers. What what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Who who are you taking advice from, people? Who's telling you that this is okay? This is the opposite way to live. You live in opposite world. There, there's no way that you're gonna be able to balance life out, work life balance, nonprofit organization, government job, three hundred k, most educated, baby mama three times over, no marriage, no ring. Mental health breakdowns. This is this is all in one person. Yo. Age. 16, 7 going on 8, and 4 going off. Those are three baby daddies. Uh-uh. Those are three baby daddies. At least two. 16 and 7. All right. Um <laughs> well, you got a you got a mountain to climb here. And so we got to get our climbing yeah. gear out. And uh 
the hole that you're in is 300,000. The shovel that you have is 90,000. Right? What happened? Where did all the men I don't go? even want to hear any more of this. Let's get to the Super Chats. So whoever, we had Rashid Tlaib, Rashida Tlaib, who actually, I, what did I say Rashid Tlaib? Is that the football player, Aqib Tlaib? This is how you cancel yourself. Who advised these people that this is going to be good decision-making? This is no way. She should be married with kids, bro. That's no way. That's your only option. Because from here on out, we're going to show you a video here late, later. Here on out, we're going to show you the results of this. And not, and there's going to be many women that are going to be in this position. And it's going to affect men. Uh, women aren't the only ones that are going down on this one. Okay, Men are going to be ultimately affected from this. And we're going to pay the price. We're going to pay the piper. We're going to pay the taxes. You guys are going to make the sacrifice yourself. Sad news. This is sad. He says, y'all ain't. He says, y'all are not ready. We're going to be, it's going to be a bloodbath on men. We're going to pay this tab. And this is all the push for feminism and independence and whatnot. Absolutely egregious. They're canceling themselves out. Albert Ingram, a, de a degree means nothing. I made great money with no degree. And I see Everyone that graduated college out here struggling, a degree is just a piece of paper. Um, well, uh, well, you will see statistics of people. I, I think a degree works for a small percentage of people going forward, right? STEM, obviously, these are going to be a small percentage of people. The days where you could just go to school and get a field good degree, that's all dead. I think you're an idiot if you do that, um, unless you're paying the college directly for that particular thing. You're not really getting anything that's going to benefit you in the long term, I'm sorry, in the short term. And then the short term is just going to add more struggle and stress to you. But um, but, but in the 90s and the 80s, there was a big push to just go get any degree. Um, and I actually had a conversation with my son about this. I'm like, you need to clear up specifically what you want to study. Um, you can't just be like, well, I, I like this. And I'm like, you're, you're making it harder on yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, trust me. Don't listen. Don't just listen to me. If you just get a degree, I mean, because there's people that have PhDs that make 50 grand. And I'd be like, well, if I didn't have this degree, I wouldn't make 50. <sighs> but but, but paying $200,000 to get 50 back per year, which you're not giving 50 back to the 200K, it's going to take you 20 years to pay that 200K back, right? Mm. Joseph is in the building. Joseph A, he says, Vegas Pimp Juice, 24 ounce in the building. Thank you, man. Shout out to that Vegas Pimp Juice game out here. All right, Kennard A, uh, Kennard A says, I just worked I just worked 40 hours in two days and it was your stream that entertained me through it. Shout out to you. He says, special thanks to you, coach. Haven't went to the gym this week, but at least I can say I got money. Shout out to you, man. I'm glad I was able to guide you through you're uh, working 40 hours this in two days, brothers. Hey, sometimes, man. Uh, brothers, you're here to work. You're here to work, but we can work smart, not hard. But you're here to work, man. If you're going to avoid work, I don't know what to tell you. We got uh, we got Kalen. Kalen doubles up here. He says, I never thought I'd say this, but I missed the days in which only married women would talk about having sex. I know I used to hate that, though, when married women would talk openly about sex. I'm like, oh. Sounds so disgusting talking about your intercourse. Because, <laughs> yeah, only married women used to be able to talk about sex in public. Now women could just be like, yeah, I came out here and I was just slobbing down the whole Atlanta Hawks. You're like, God, 
thought I would be turned on by this. You're disgusting. Because you knew it was disgusting. He also says women are the 304s and men are the 304 makers. So we're not the same. You can't say you're a male 304. There's no such thing. <laughs> men will sleep with anything. All right. If the, if it's easy. The better you become and the more mature you come, then you start doing it less. Chad says, hit me with uh, someone's got to pay all my. Oh, <laughs> somebody's got somebody got to pay for all my kids. He says women still help. I'm sorry. They sorry. Women still want help, even though they're getting 30K on income tax for their four kids and three baby daddies and they're still broke. I mean, it's hard to take financial advice from people like this. This is, I mean, reprehensible. I don't even have that clip ready to go, but somebody needs to pay for all my children. Somebody needs to be held accountable. Let me see if I can find that. Somebody needs to pay. You could tell she's a straggle. Somebody needs to pay. Here it is. Let me see if I can pull the clip really quick. Oh, yeah, we got it. Oh, there she is. Lord. Anybody ever see this clip? It's on my de-evolution clip. We tried to help them and, and, and. She said we tried to help them. We tried to help these people. We tried to help them and, 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 um. She don't want no help. Several other agencies, you know, with paying of her rent and, and the paying of her utilities and stuff. They pay the whole rent and the utilities. When people say the government hasn't helped black folks, I'm like, are you serious, bro? They're going to cut y'all off at some particular point. <laughs> They're going to cut y'all off. They tired of helping y'all like in this way. They like, come on. Um, you know, did more than their part. But Adam says her life didn't start to fall Adams. apart until social she got sideburns service agencies got involved her fiance gary brown senior the man who fathered 10 of her 15 children was arrested and adam says she was left with nothing she ain't none of my family and she ain't my kinfolk either i don't have any clothes uh people been donating food just around here just helping me out with food and i don't have anything we called the Department of Children and Families to see oh, what they've been doing to help. DCF says Hillsborough Kids Incorporated has been helping by paying Adam's rent, even providing her furniture. Damn, she got furniture, utilities, rent. Furniture, utilities, rent. She got baby-ass daddy pookie, 10, 15 kids. Adam says it isn't enough. Somebody needs to pay for all my children and my and Gary, all I suffer, all I somebody needs to be held accountable, and they need to pay. Look at the white man holding the damn man. <laughs> she said somebody needs to pay for my suffering. <laughs> Enough. Somebody needs to pay for all my children. And my and Gary, all I suffer, all I somebody needs to be held accountable, and they need to pay. That's on my my evolution commercial right there. I mean, where do you go, dude? <laughs> this is <sighs> this is why I believe 
and I believe this, this might sound misogynist. I believe men should be in 100% leadership of women. I mean, except, listen. How dare you? There's no doubt about it. No doubt. But unfortunately, Big Daddy government is their daddy now. And so they halfway want to listen to you, but they listen to Big Daddy government. And as long as Big Daddy government is their daddy, you got no, I don't want to hear this bullshit about let you check your girl. No. No. Big Daddy government is their daddy. Shout out to Moose Hefner. He says, hey, he says to get, he says, get the lights up. Show that belly deli and that disgusting Hooters flat back. All right. Oh, man, that girl was painful. I can't pull a clip up fast enough. We'll get it in there for you flatback lovers in the building. Shout out to no government name. He says, uh, Coach, this is 7-1 here. Recently made six figures of income and on track to clear 200K within a year and a half. Can we get a blue chip mindset about friends, jealousy, and cutting people off? He says, those of us who have reached this space uh, find it scary and lonely, uh, but climbing Mount Everest, the air gets thinner towards the top. Yeah, because there's no plan for a lot of people who get to that point. They make that six figures, which is a target number. Then you make 200K, 300K, 400K, and then you're like, what do I do now? Especially if you had to make it yourself or you had to build yourself. So shout out to you. Uh, congratulations, 7-1, for making it. But once you get up there, it does get scary. And um, and you don't want to come down, right? You, you know the fall down is harder. So then you start going, shit, I got to keep this position. Yeah, Deadly Ellie says women are the hare in life. Men are the tortoise. They live everything up front. I mean, it's a cruel, you know, women complain about it later on. Well, this is not fair. You know what I mean? It's hard. And why are you judging me as a, well, you lived your first, your party's in the front and our party's in the back. When you were having fun and getting advantages, did you complain? When you were getting all the benefits of being a young woman, the attention, the easy access, the, the free muffler jobs, you know what I mean? The cheap rent, the, 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 you know, the party lifestyle, men buying you drinks, right? You weren't complaining then. Yeah, it's like a mullet. You know, life is like a mullet. Nature is like a mullet. Party in front. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Hard work up in the front, party in the back. Our, our, our party's in the back. And some dudes are trying to have party in the front. And I think you're forcing it. If it is a party in the front for men, which is small percentage of men, have at it. I'm not against that. So people think I'm against that and I hate Chad and Tyrone. No, your party's in the front too. But your back end is, could be effed up, jeopardized if you party too hard in the front too. You're just like attractive men. You know what I mean? You're just like a woman. But non-attractive women are just like men. Oh, let me see if I can clean that up just a little bit. So attractive men, attractive men are like regular women, but unattractive women are like regular men. Has anybody ever said something like that? See, unattractive women have to live like men. You don't get to have the party in the front. You don't have a little bit of a party. But really, unattractive women are upset about the fact that they can't monetize themselves like attractive men. So they have to they have it rough like us. And they have to pound the pavement. 
because they don't have to, they can't lean on being a woman. They can't lean on being feminine. They can't lean on being attractive. So they have to be like men. But attractive men get the same benefits when they're younger as an attractive woman or even an average woman as an average woman. And then they go, what's wrong with you men? Why don't you do what I did? Well, you're six foot four. You dunk a basketball reverse. You run a football past the goal line at four or five speed. And you hit the genetic lottery. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then they'd be like, well, life ain't fair. That's how it works. And I know dudes that aren't like me that are doing it. Yeah, but the dudes that are you that are doing it too, they're going to waste a whole bunch of bullshit ass time trying to do it. Party's in the back. No, not that type of party. Did Patrice O'Neill explain that? A.D. Austin spending my birthday morning. Happy birthday to you. Shout out to you today. Making sure I don't mess up tonight when I'm on demon time. Don't bust inside them walls, gentlemen. I know, man. You get them last strokes, all the brains in your head. You're all fuzzy. You're like, it's going to feel good. And she's like, it's going to feel good. Just go ahead and let them roar. Roar! <laughs> Let it go. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. She can feel it. She knows them last strokes. She's like, oh, here it comes. All right, time to trap his ass. It'll feel good if you let off inside of me, daddy. Let it all out. I like it when you let off inside of me. Go ahead and get them last strokes. You get dumb. You're like, okay. This is going to feel fantastic. Stroke, stroke, stroke. Roar! <laughs> Lord, girl. Whoo. Sheesh. I'm tired. Wait a minute, what you doing, girl? Hey, whoa, whoa, hey, what are you doing? Why are you leaning like that? Hey, uh, did you go to the bathroom yet? Did you piss that ish out? Why, why you sit up like that, girl? Oh, I'm just stretching. I'm just stretching my back. <laughs> uh, but did you go? Did you take a shower yet? Did you go to the back? Did you piss that ish off? You need to go on and get that out right there. Oh, no. Mm, nah. <laughs> I'll just sit here for a second and stretch my back. My back's been a little bit tight. You like, yo, hey. I got money. You the one, man. You the one. You better go to the liquor. You better go to the store. You better go to Rite Aid. Go get you a plan B. You better piss that ish out. And she's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. No, nah, I'm not taking any plan B. It makes my stomach hurt. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on breath control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. 45 days later, you get that text. We need to talk. <sighs> 18 years, 18 years. All right. So anyway, man, look, uh, let's show uh, what else. We, we do have um, cancel in the culture. 
So how they cancel themselves, cancel via culture. Let's do this one. This will be a brief point, and then we'll show you a little video. Here it is right here. Cancel via culture. AP style guide approves the phrase pregnant people to the mockery of Twitter. So, by the way, um, what's going on is that they're now canceling women by saying, well, more than women can get pregnant and more than men. You know what I mean? Women could have a salami. Women, uh, men could get pregnant. Right. This is a form of canceling of women. So not only do you cancel yourself later on when you support these woke cultures, they then start canceling your ass out. Pregnant people. No, 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 no. Because I'm watching this story right here. This is a story of this nurse who collided in front of uh, and, and deleted six people, six to eight people, 50, 11 people. Let's see what they said here. Did they say a pregnant person got killed? It says right here. Oh, I don't want no dominoes. Man, I hate sites like this, bro. I hate like this. Somebody be like, get ad blocker. Oh, what, what is this issue? It says a pregnant woman got killed. All right. It says right here, killing at least six people, including a pregnant woman. But that being said, people really know what's going on out here, but you're allowing yourself to get canceled via culture like this. How about this one? AP then decides it's okay to say pregnant woman. Who are you? Because there's 1% of people in our country that somehow finagle it and they can get pregnant. Okay. All of a sudden, then they change their gender and then they change their identity and then they end up pregnant. Like how many percentage of people in America end up in that situation? Not that many. But I know there's a lot of pregnant women in our world. You know what I mean? But even then, they still be like, well, let's call it pregnant people. What? This is how women get canceled. This they changed the definition of women. They had that damn Supreme Court justice nominee, the black woman, get up there and shuffle her ass off. Talking about define woman. And she was like, well, do you want me to define women? Well, here's my definition right here. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So in this case, you're seeing the cancellation of women. How about in another place right here? Let me show you. This guy right here, his name is Grant Sykes. They start pushing the envelope like they did in the civil rights movement. Right? The civil rights movement basically said, you know what? Why don't you go eat at that diner? <laughs> we can't eat at that diner. They was like, it all it takes is one. And then they sat their ass down there at the diner and got all kind of white only pies thrown at their face. Right, So then they were like, just keep challenging the system. First of all, one person will get a white-only pie. Then the next person will get a white-only pie. And then sooner or later, the whole ball will be, bar will be filled up and they can't do nothing about it. Right? And so this person right here goes by the name. We're going to call him a him, her, or they, them. Goes by Grant Sex. We talked about this. The main character of Bama Rush. Oh, character. Main character. Again, organized, organized event to get them to push the envelope somebody says a white only pie y'all never seen life y'all never seen life <laughs> right the main character and so these subversive tactics are used and they try it one person then two people then three people then four he wants to join the sorority mm. how <laughs> it's sorority for women right nope not in clown world you see what I mean? 
So they buck and buck and buck and push and push and push. All right, this isn't the only case that this happened. Here it is right here. Says this photo should end the transgender athlete debate. Nope. Nope. I mean, as you can see here, this is Leah Thompson. This is the person that said, well, I was a male swimmer. I sucked, but now as a female swimmer, I'm going to dominate. And then they say, well, we're not trying to hear to dominate. CNN says transgender swimmer Leah Thomas says that these people are not a threat to women's sports. I mean, come on, man. They're not a threat to women's sports. Take a look at this picture. And so then when these women, I mean, I know he's on a platform, but come on, he's six foot three. Look at it. Look at these girls. They're down here on the platform by about six inches. So give or take, they're up to his shoulder at best. I mean, come on. There's no way in hell that these people are, but because you believed in this woke culture, but yes, from the beginning, guess what you guess what happened to you? What happened to you? Now you got canceled. Now you got to fight this own fight. By the way, ladies, I'm not fighting this fight for you. I don't care if y'all get swallowed up and there's dudes in the WNBA star dunking, right? And they get desperate enough for to sell tickets to keep that whack ass league alive. And they start letting dudes come over there and wigs start banging on y'all. Hey, it is what it is. And they're going to do it. But they got to start with one. Sit at this counter and challenge the system. Okay? This is how you get canceled via culture. Okay. Let's see here. I'm closing up tabs here. I'm closing up tabs. Atlanta Street Interviews. Fair use. Let's go ahead and invoke fair use privileges here because y'all be tripping out here, you content creators. All right, there you go right there. Uh, we're going to give you um, this woman here. So how does it all end up? It ends up for many like this, and you don't see them, but fair use to them. It ends up like this. Let's go ahead and see the defiance of the, the Jezebel spirit. If you were joining me earlier, we talked about how the Jezebel spirit, the most egregious part of her spirit was her defiance, and it defined how she went out. So this is a woman, 70 years old. Dad was a pastor probably tried to tell her as she's a college graduate. We already told you how fraudulent that particular culture is. All right. She's first married at 60. She's separated or divorced. I don't know. And she's engaged, but she's homeless. We're going to show you this. Some of these people will be your mammies. Some of these people will be your sisters. It's hard at the end, ladies. Parties in the front, struggles in the back. But you can't you can't tell them this. Go ahead. And, and what's up with this mask, bro? Y'all still hiding from this. This virus is so weak now. Come on. He said young lady. Shout out to Atlanta Street interviews, bro. Young? I don't think so. Fabulous. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. See, this is what I'm talking about. Hey, I don't know if you know. She said she's fabulous, but she's homeless. Hey, listen. A lot of times these people, and I'm not talking about black people, but uh, people who are, are are underachievers, oxygen thieves, what they'll say is, I can live like this. And they'll live like, it, they're, they're, they'll even women, they'll be like, well, this free money. And they're living off EBT and WIC, and they're barely living in America. And you're like, but that's not living. But they'll say, this is good enough. Ghetto fabulous. Really? Bruh. She says she's doing fabulous. No. Come on, man. 
This will be your mama one day. Views out here with another one. Um, so we got a young lady out here today. How you doing today, miss? Fabulous. All right, all right. And so, I'm like Lil' Kim, ghetto fabulous. <laughs> okay, all right. And so, are, are you homeless? Technically, yes, I am. And it's the greatest challenge I've ever faced. You, okay, technically you are. Yes, you are. I'm glad you uh, accepted this in your defiance. But 70 years old is not when you want a challenge like this. Unfortunately, this happens to people. You do not want this challenge at 70. Okay. But you know, as us black women, when we face challenges, we, we get... We This is false. That that is false. That, that black women, when they face challenges, they do not leap higher. They are that they're at the bottom of the economic ladder. I know people don't want to hear me say this, but that is true. They're the least married, most divorced, lowest income. Stop. This is the defiance we're talking about. Ask for some help. <laughs> Come on. Where's that black girl? This is ridiculous. It's reprehensible. I wish, and I'm telling you in a tough love way, I'm not I'm not trying to belittle or demean you. I'm trying to give you a warning. It doesn't look good in the end. She's still riding that shit out. We leave higher. Awesome, awesome. And so, um, how old are you? I'm at that age where a woman don't talk about it. <sighs> Ma'am, it don't matter what your age. We could see. We we can see. Maybe you you're not under seventy. Well, again, we want to know. And oh, we want to know. Okay, I'm a proud, proud grandmother, so I'm in the sixty range, and proud to be in it. Okay. Us old chicks have a lot to contribute. Okay, you know. And so, how long have you been homeless? Well, for about. A year, technically, okay. this time. So I. A year, technically, this time. I'm not bragging. I'm not banging on old uh, homeless people. Pause. Because I was without house as well. So you guys got to know that. I've lived in my car as well. So she said this time. I've overcome it. Uh, so I was, you've been homeless before? Yes. And I overcame it. I was sitting with a patient. My patient died, so it sort of threw me back out, you know. So. Okay, so you was a home caretaker? Well, at that... She ain't answering nothing straight up. It's always well, and she's not answering anything straight up, but, you know, he's asking the question, so she doesn't have to use his words to describe anything as well. But she's not... She's dodging every question. At this time, that's what I was doing. Okay. And, and you know what? It was a, a, a man who was a veteran. And I was in the Air Force Reserves, and this man was a veteran, and my father had been his pastor. And my father, years and years ago, what? had prayed for his daughter, and she got well. And so I reached out to him. And, you know, it was in a moment like that, he just took me in. This sounds like a sugar daddy to me. This sounds like you was married to this guy. Right? Because she had a mental breakdown once he died. He 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 was a he was a person she knew her her father knew in the past. This sound like a sugar daddy. Yeah, she deflected and redirected. She all over the place. She's shuffling her ass off. All right, this sounds some. This sounds interesting. So while I was there, his son died. The mm. grandchildren came and got him and took him back to Houston. 
He went to Houston. What's she talking about? And he stayed there. He said, so I had a whole house to myself. I only had to pay $200 worth of rent. I was back in the town where I was born. So anyway, he got tired of Houston. He came back home. Um, I, I was a teacher, a music teacher. So I didn't have the nursing skills, you know, because of the death of his son in his advanced age. He was declining rapidly emotionally with, you know, dementia and all that setting in. So I told the grandchildren. You know, what the what? Whoa, I'm lost. <laughs> I am lost. Where is she going, bro? No, I didn't. I'm not a nurse. My sister's in my. She's world's a music teacher. She's a caretaker. She's not a nurse. Her son died. The son died. You know, my daughter, a nurse. Somebody said she killed them. <laughs> music teacher so i asked them to you know you know step in and take over but it was wonderful so it's incident it's kindnesses that like that that matters you know? so is that okay so one thing that we got to get straight um i hear a lot of women say these things kindness and empathy and love we're good at it this is what matters in the end love conquers all love is all that matters and that's a lie Yes, it matters when it's balanced out with some other things, some other realities. So other realities matter. This love and this empathy and all of this doesn't conquer. You can't just deliver that because we got to have shelter. We got to have food. We got to eat what we kill. We got to have people who are on a mission. We got to have aggressive people. We got to have people who are willing to work up the hierarchy. You can't just go, well, love and matter. Stop the bullshit. Okay? And caring and, and kindness. No. Let me see here. I got a somebody's at my door. Replace the screen. Okay, here we go. Is that where you was living prior to becoming homeless? Yes, I got I you. Was. I got you. And, and so, so let me, so let me ask. And so, okay. So let's just start from the beginning. Where are you from? I was. I'm from Sweet Home, Alabama. Shout I was born Alabama. in the great state. The, uh, near Mobile, near the Gulf Coast, the best okay. part of Alabama, if you ask me. Awesome, awesome. And so, yeah. um, growing up in Alabama, um, did you have both your mother and your father in the Yes, household? I did. My father was a pastor for 50 years, and so was his father. So there's 100 years of, you know, civil rights work and just standing there. My mother was a teacher 50 years. So there were... And this is how it turned out. Educators in our family... And just to show you, I knew that was something going on. I was born in the 50s. So I knew there was something going on. It was like the woods was on fire, but nobody talked about it. My community was very insular. You know, you have, you know, they had their side and we had our side. So we were originally segregated and very protective. I went from school to church to home. But I would see flashes on the TV of, you know, scenes of, you know, the Birmingham stuff. And I knew oh. something was going on, but it was. Oh, sorry. She riding that civil rights stuff out. Where the oh. beaches had just... Hold on for a second. Damn, I messed up. ...community was very insular. You know, you have your... You know, they had their side and we had our side. So we originally segregated and very... ...protected. <sighs> I went from school to church to home. But I would see flashes on the TV of, you know, scenes of... You know, the Birmingham stuff, and I knew oh. something was going but it was nothing that was talked about. So my growing up was very sheltered. But okay. then my father was called to the Mississippi Gulf Coast near Biloxi, where the beaches had just been desegregated. So it was like the slaves were set free. And it was wonderful to be a teenager 
on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And okay. then... All right, so hold on, miss. Let me, I, yeah, none of that ish matters now, man. We in 2022 now. <laughs> All right, Frederick Douglass, hair having ass. Nope, none of that matters no more. We've been, dis we've been desegregated for some 70 years, uh, except for the Midwest. The Midwest is still segregated, but it's neither here nor there. But we still live in segregation, to be honest. We live in a separate but unequal society. But you guys asked for that. You're the ones that wanted to integrate. Now we are in this reality. Uh, let, uh, let me ask the questions, okay? I don't want you to um, direct uh, much of the interview, right? All right. Yeah, so, stop. Okay. He says, stop talking. <laughs> I see, I see. Yeah, she trying to, she trying to, uh, she's trying to avoid her reality by bringing up some old 1950 bullshit. Wrong with it, but, you know, I just, I want to kind of streamline things. All right, so growing up, um, she had He's a good interviewer. It sounds like you had a fairly normal childhood. Wonderful. Uh, you went to high school. I'm sorry. Give me yeah. one second. Oh, it's yeah. okay. Dude. Learn how to shut the tramp clap. The tra trap clap. You do not have to be. Have you ever. You guys have parents or uh, aunts like this. If you're a colored person. You always trying to get. You always trying to tell the story. And she wanna. Hey, hey, hey. Would you shut up? For real, man, these are when I tell you, you can't even get your mom in check. Get your mamas and your aunts in check. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so, so, it's okay. No, you're good. My you're good. Listen, you're, See, you're my elder, and I right. respect that, okay? Thank you, Jim. And so, so listen, so you went to high school, right? You graduated. Um, Did you go to college after that? Yes. Uh, what I, college did you go to? Listen, honey, I came to She's Atlanta in, on September 9th, 1969. She's still September 9th. Like, who remembers dates like that, bro? Okay, listen, people are like, she has mental health issues. I mean, come on. Don't we all? As a freshman at Spelman College. Educated. And it was the year after Martin. I was a freshman in 1969, the year after Martin Luther King was assassinated. Mm. So Atlanta was on, it was like, I can't describe it. Had it had a certain after, energy yet, to it. It was a festive. Like, oh, we're free. It was wonderful. And Summer of love. <laughs> Summer of love. Yeah. Hey, listen, I know what she's talking about here. Summer of love. Shit. Yep. It was wonderful for a small town girl to be, you know, the big city. And so did you graduate from Spelman? Yes, I did with a degree in music. Shout out to. See, you see her deflecting. Yes, I had a degree. Yep. I, I graduated. Yep. I, ha I have a job. I have many degrees. I have a degree in music. Did you see? You see her watch her do that shit. This is all classic behavior of people who know that they failed. They don't want to highlight their failures. What she should have said is, I got a music and degree and it was worthless. And I've sent many other women to their sabotage. I sabotaged many other women to told them to do exactly what I have done and look at me now. Degree in music. All right, here we go. And so, did you graduate from Spelman? Yes, I did with a degree in music. Shout out to Dr. George Johnson. Deflect. <laughs> okay and and so do you have any kids i have a grown daughter whom i'm very proud of okay and i have a wonderful 19 year old grandson whom i adore is she married nope okay and so how old is your daughter my daughter is 36 36 okay yes. and you say your grandson is 19 yes he is okay and so how's your daughter doing in life she is fabulous she's um she's a nurse She's a, a nurse. <laughs> it never fails. Workaholic, and I admire her. She has two jobs. 
She loves her work. So she sabotaged her daughter. And with the same mindset, this is what I tell you're canceling yourself. So she canceled her daughter out. She's a nurse with two jobs, single mother. Do you see how the sabotage works? <laughs> you see how the sabotage works. So she was a teenage mother. Not only that, your daughter was a teenage mother. Come on, man. And when I call this out, I'm the misogynist. I hate women. How dare you? What? Jesus. All right. And y'all think this is the formula to work your way out to success. We're going to get the struggle. No, you made yourself in the struggle. You The struggle didn't choose you. You chose the struggle. And we're going to work our way out of this somehow. Not only are we going to work our way out of it, we're going to help everybody in our community out of this bullshit. When everybody keeps making the same dumb decisions and sabotaging themselves and shooting themselves in the foot. Stop. This is, this is actually moronic. And then you're trying to help these sisters and they're sabotaging each other. She's a fabulous. Oh, hold on for a second. I forgot. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Single mother. Single mother. And, I mean, she's Confirmed. A Confirmed. And I'm so let me ask you this. Um, were you married? Yes, I was married. Okay. And so what age did you get married? I got married for the first time in 2012. Okay. So that was just 10 years ago. Yes. Okay. Um, and so you say that was the first time you got married? That was the first time, and I realized I liked it, and I realized I should have got married earlier. Man, I tell you, bro, I tell you. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Okay, so she got married late, as I said, and divorced late. The most common age of divorce for black women is 50 to 59, and she fits into that profile. She got married late, divorced late, and then she says, I wish I would have done it earlier. Like when? When you were getting a music degree? When you were caretaking for that old man, your sugar daddy? Like when, when you were young and fertile? Before you had a single mother? Before you raised another single mother? Like when would you have got? So you're essentially saying that probably would have saved my life, getting married earlier. But it didn't, and I thought I could get married late to some old-ass man, and I thought it was going to work. She basically said, And that's you. Yeah, and she checked out. She was like, I'm divorced now. What are we doing? <laughs> this is you canceling yourself. Continuing. I liked it. And so how long were you married for? Um, um, well, my husband and I separated. He had a divorce. I'm, you know, technically married now. She's still married. So, yeah, divorce. Okay. Really divorced now, you know, no man. I get it. And so how long have you guys been separated? A long time. He's engaged to get married to someone, and so am I. All right, so she's engaged. Uh, by the way, at the result of her divorce is homeless. Remember I told you, it run, it's vicious on women. So she was married, and she lived in a house. Her, the re result of her divorce is homeless. Anybody see that? So, I mean, the water's You're engaged open. to get married to someone? Yes, I am. Where, are, the, where are they at? Well, that's another story. I, I'm not... Um... <laughs> She's shuffling now. That's another story. Hmm. So, you have a man. Where he at? You know, I can't tell another person's story. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not asking for his story. I'm just asking, um, are they homeless as well? 
that's not information I've allowed you. All right, so Miss, I told you at the beginning. If there's anything that you feel like you're too embarrassed okay, what to do you talk want about, me, what, what do you want me? What you say now? Well, we they will never let you finish a sentence. Okay, what you what what, what yeah, you shut because we called you a lie. When when you call women liars and you catch them on their lie, they start cutting you off and doing this shit, especially older women and older black women like this. Because you be catching them lying. Never believe that. I, I have this theory about old people. A lot of times we'll say, well, old people deserve X, Y, and Z because they made it to old. No, there's a lot of old serial killers. There's a, a lot of old people who work for the SS Army for Adolf Hitler. There's a lot of old people who were uh, child touchers. There's a lot of old people, and these people survive. The good old people die. There's a lot of negative-ass old people out here doing that, that don't deserve anything. There's a lot of damn sabotage, family sabotagers that are old people. <laughs> yeah, there ain't you don't get no damn prize for being old. Although, yeah, I get it. But a lot, there's a lot of lying ass old people out here. OK. Continuing. What's the question? Well, I mean, I guess some some people would ask, well, OK, you're engaged. Why aren't you staying with your fiance? Why aren't you living with him? I don't believe in that before marriage. Let, let me just clear this shit up. <laughs> this woman's 70 years old. She's a single, I think, yeah, she's a single mother herself. She created another single mother. She's married and separated and divorced at 60. Produced a teenage mother. And this woman said, I do not believe in living together before marriage. He said, yeah, that's a lot of old narcissists. What are we doing, man? I tell you, man, this is self-sabotage. This is canceling yourself. And this is all because you believed in some sort of myth and lie, and now you shuffling. Well, right, but I mean, wouldn't that beat being homeless? Well, you know, being homeless has degrees. I have friends where I, you know, would take me in. It's not like I'm completely thrown away. And if it wasn't for that generosity, you know, I would be like some of these other people sleeping on the street. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Do, does your husband have a roof over, I mean, does your fiance have a roof over his head every night? Like I say, I don't know all that. I don't. She lying about something. Really know. When's the last time you saw your fiance? She not engaged. <laughs> a week ago. A week ago. Oh my God. And, and so you say that you got married in 2012. How long did the marriage go before you guys separated? Mm, it went from 2012 to 2016. Okay, so about four years. Yeah. And that, so that's all she can make four years. So again, you guys want to get married and all this shit. She lasted four freaking years. All right. And it was all it, then it was downhill sabotage. What was it that made the relationship dissolve? Well, my husband came to me and said that he wanted a divorce. He wanted no longer wanted to be married. No, because he was annoyed with you. He was like, get out of my house. <laughs> okay. And so I did he say why? Wait, well, he wait, was, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Listen, these are these are gonna be your parents, guys. 
if you're if you're a black man you're, and you're a son husband, these are going to be your moms. These are going to be your aunts. I know we're laughing, but if you're a man in your 30s, 20s, and 40s, and you're a single mother, product of a single mother, this is who you're going to be raising for the last part of their lives. Okay? This is on you. We warn you about this. Okay? So I'm not laughing at you, but this is what this is going to be the result. There's going to be more people like this than ever because the boomer culture, this is just affect. This is just catching up to the boomer culture. Wait till the, the millennial women get out there and the Gen Xers. Wait till all of these so-called single mother princess warriors get out there from Gen Z culture, from the horse culture of Gen Z. Wait, just wait. It's going to be the collapse of this country, bro. New, 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 new world order. Get ready. Wanted to be free, that's what he said. And so I said, well, let's give it a chance. So I talked him out of it. But I could see he was becoming angry and he wanted, didn't want it to be, you know, Become. careful. So I talked him out of it for a while, but I could see he was adamant about it. So, you know, I decided to leave and that's what I did. And so did, was that you guys' marital house? Well, we lived in a senior apartment in a senior community. Okay. And so did you have your own unit and he had his own no, unit? So you unit. lived in his unit? Yes. Okay. She lived in a senior. She probably was living for free. The way senior communities work, you have to both sign up. I don't know. And so you left, and yes, he's I, now reengaged. Well, as far as I know, I don't. I haven't talked to him since I left. I haven't talked to him since I left. Oh, so you haven't that talked to him in years. I don't talk to him. So, but she said the divorce was cordial. So, the, so the last time you did it's talk to him, though, my health. I hear that. So the last time you did talk to him, he's though, you said he was engaged. He's a narcissist. Excuse me. She, again, went, see, look. So women, if you're watching my stream, it never ends your failure with men. Like the hate that you have for your men, it never goes away. The struggles you have with men trying to get in, it never goes away. You'll be 70 years old singing the same song that you're 26 years old singing now. Men are narcissists and men are this. And he was angry and he was bitter and hurt. And then your ass get replaced and you bounce and you're homeless and he's got a new woman. <laughs> huh? It doesn't go away. You still keep playing this game, cashing in your peace leave for a little bit of love and shelter. And then when it don't work, you're back out on the street. Hold up. In Talk about he's a narcissist. <laughs> These men ain't ish. These men need to get it together. They need to step up to the plate. He was bitter and hurt. He was angry. He was an alcoholic. All the bullshit, right? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. I bet you he banging out college girls right now. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. All Sorry, right. people. She had to get it out there that she's a she's bitter at 70. Continuing. And so... When did you meet I your current? I mean, Damn, I she she's still cutting them off. Hey, ladies, this is what y'all be sounding like when y'all in y'all's 20s. Imagine in your 40s, you can't get rid of it. Imagine in your 70s, you still can't get rid of it. Where is it at? I don't talk to him. So the, so the last time you did it's talk to him, though. Hey, that. So the last time you did talk to him, He's though, you said he was engaged. He's a narcissist. <laughs> Remember they had a cordial divorce. Remember that? It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. All Sorry, right. People. And so when did you meet a your hater. current? I mean, how long have you known or 
How long have you been in a relationship with your current fiance? She ain't got no damn current fiance. Her husband has a current a current fiance. You ain't got one. She lied and he's catching her in this lie. Well. Well. <laughs> <sighs> Caught her in that lie in, in defiance. In the spirit of Jezebel, she's going to defiantly ride this lie out. And how long ago was that? Well, I first got here in 2017. She said a year and a half ago. Earlier. She said a year and a half ago. Now it's 2017. That would be five years ago. Okay. And so the marriage that you had, was that in Atlanta or was that somewhere else? That was on the Gulf Coast. Okay, so that was on the Gulf Coast. Okay. And so you got here in 2017 and you've been you've been in a relationship with your current fiance for that long? Yes. Why haven't you guys gotten married? She lying. Wait, listen, I'm not a 15-year-old. Who are you talking to here? Well, I mean, exactly. So, I mean, so some people were saying... imposing your morals on me? No, 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 not at all. But I think some people were saying... That question is... is, is She's uh, shuffling is, now. Is, ...is slanted and biased, and I will not answer that. Well, I, I don't... I don't. I disagree. I think that some people See, will look at that and say... you're very young, so you, you, you're, you wait till you get 70, then come back and talk to me. How old are you? <laughs> all right, so redirect. So she's redirecting, taking it here. I mean, listen, you're the one homeless, and he's interviewing you, and you agreed on the interview. Miss, I'm I'm the one conducting the interview. Okay. And so, I mean, he, he, here's here's the bottom line. Okay? He's a good interviewer. I guess by. some people would look at that and say, "Well, you're in a more senior age, and listen, what's the what's the, what's the what's the There he goes again. There he goes again. Man, dude, these are gonna be your relatives. <laughs> too, and let him tell you something else. Love, you don't just stop living and loving because you get old. Uh -huh. No, I'm not saying that. I'm and saying then, that. Another thing that you need to learn, you cannot impose your morals on me, no. even in this interview. No, I'm, I'm not I, you know, you're, No, I, I hear you're a little down, looking down. You know. Why do you feel that way? Well, looking down? the tone of your voice. Do you, do you think that, I, I have a pretty uh, monotone most of the time. Do you think maybe that there's some insecurities within how you feel about it? Are you kidding? A 70-year-old Spelma Knight insecure is not even when you have never find in the same sentence. Well, I mean, man, I tell you, the defiance, the defiance is crazy. I mean, she's she needs help. She needs help in a variety of different ways, right? She needs mental health. She potentially may have a drug issue. She doesn't have family. Um you know, she's claiming to be successful and she's not. She's be beyond repair. She's FUBAR. And uh, they're still here saying that they're making it and hoping God comes and help. Hmm. I mean, a homeless one. real. Wait, listen, I'm secure in any environment. Okay. Let's see you handle this. I want to see you handle this. <laughs> Uh, I've I've handled I've handled a lot more. I bet you have. Um, okay. Keep well, on living, baby. No, no you doubt. Keep on living. No doubt. No doubt. That is that is one of the truest things ever. Keep on living. And you so a lot of you guys, I'm gonna stop it right there. Thanks to the Atlanta Street interviews. If you guys want me to link his channel here, I'll link it in the description and the live chat. Uh, the the point that I'm making here is that a lot of your frustrations that you have with the current dating marketplace and a lot of the things that we presented earlier 
um, they continue. It doesn't end. I know you're going to be like, women are going to come back to us and they're going to do this and they're going to apologize and they're going to do. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not coming back. They gone. They to the streets. In these streets. And when they get 25, the 25 year old women are going to turn 35. They're not going to change. The 45, the 35, you're going to turn 45. 45 are going to turn 65, 65 to 75. And they'll still be out here talking about they got options and they living good. They living high off the hog. They living better than you. They got leverage. They're, they're going to be like, I, I'm the hammer. You men are the nails. It's not the spirit of Jezebel, as I presented earlier. The defining spirit that she had was of defiance. That's what defined her to the very bitter end. And this is what we see today because we're allowing this to go on until dudes come in and really check this society or somebody else is going to come in and give us a reality check. We're going to see this more. Anyway, I got to do all of the sponsorships today. Sorry, I had to show that long ass video. We'll only, oh, we ain't going tonight anyway. This is the show. Uh, shout out to, let me see here. Albert Ingram, just curious, coach, uh, what's your reaction? What was your reaction when Obama won the election? And do you know, or did you know he was going to win? Oh, well, I, my reaction was, of, I was surprised. I didn't think we would have anybody that would look like him as the, the president anytime soon. So I was definitely surprised. I voted for him the first time. A uh, second time around, I was like, what the fuck is this shit, <laughs> right? But, um, and did you know, I knew he was going to win. Oh, I knew it would be a landslide. All right, because I know the electoral college. I know how the electoral college works. So the electoral college dictates the election. So I had no doubt he was going to win by landslide. I mean, he was against um, Mitt Romney. Who, who did he beat the first time? Who did he beat? Did he beat Romney the first time? I knew that. Let me see here. Obama's first opponent. I, for some reason, that's slipping my mind. I know a lot about elections, but who was the first opponent? First election. I think he beat Romney the second time around. McCain. Yeah, McCain. McCain, then Romney. Uh, sorry. Yeah, he beat McCain. There was no way McCain was going to win. And then he pulled that old uh, Sarah Palin out. I was like, thank you, guys. I mean, he was running against two guys that had no chance in electorally. They had no chance based on the electoral. So um, so I said Romney won. Well, Romney, well, that's neither here nor there. He probably could, you know, but the, the way the Electoral College works, you can dictate who's going to win the presidency. It's almost a guarantee. And uh, same thing with Biden and Trump. As you guys knew, I predicted that there would be some bullshit. All right. I said Trump would. I said Trump would win. And then I also said, but we wouldn't know immediately. So if you want to know Coach Adamus, is Coach Adamus ever fail? I didn't even fail that one. I said Trump would win, but we would not find out. Until later, we would not find out until the, the, we would not find out the night of the election. And I was correct. So if you want to go back and look, I'm actually still correct on that. Pause. All right. YouTube is like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> YouTube's like, did he actually question the election? I didn't. I said Trump would win. We wouldn't find out the night of the election. It still stands. All right. It still stands as some truth. So anyway. People are right now. They're like, what are you talking about? How dare you? All right, let's see here. Uh, but yeah, I think Obama, for most people's, for all intents and purposes, what you thought you would get from him, you didn't get. And that's just the unfortunate truth about that. Shout out to uh, Big Doe. 
is in the building. He says these 304s really think they're us shaking my head. That they they really want to be us. And they can't. Dimzilla says Tariq Nasheed Black History Museum people donated to. Did they? I'd never heard. I don't follow Tariq Nasheed that closely. Did he say he was going to have a black history museum? Did he put it up? Did he just start this? Or is this something that he's been doing for quite a long time? All right. I've never heard that. But um, if he did get donations and he didn't put one up, that's a problem. That's a problem. It's kind of like uh, the guys who will say they're going to make a school and they don't make a school. Your boy, Scoop, shout out to you uh, in the building. He says, I'm six foot two. Demzilla says, I'm six foot two. So it's, he says, it's a go for the Viking women. You're going to be fine over there. You'll, you'll have your hands full of them Viking women. All right. That Viking blood, it's uh, something else. I got money. Elvis is in the building. He says, yes. I got money. Thank you for the donation. AJT, I'm waiting for Amazon to deliver de-evolution. Shout out to you. Amazon, get on it, man. Get the books out quicker. All right. Monty Crypto says, Coach, you called it still undefeated. Great stream. I called it. I call it like it is right down the middle. I don't have any. I don't have any. What do they call it? I don't have a dog in the race. I don't have a dog in the fight. I know where society's going, and I can see where it's going. He says, wrong on that one, Coach. Your boy lost. Who lost? <laughs> who, who lost? Uh, shout out to Baker, coach. I make 89K as a trucker and no long loans. And it's sad. But the the we need to really go back to blue collar, promoting blue collar culture. All right. Oh, he's saying Trump lost. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of oxygen thieves and knuckle draggers that will believe anything. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of knuckle draggers and missing links and NPCs. I mean, if you want to be an NPC, you could be an NPC if you want. You'd be like, well, he really technically, <laughs> right? Electoral college is electoral college for a reason. You know what I mean? But, you know, you haven't been alive long enough. You just steal oxygen for a living. You wake up every day and plug in what is CNN saying today. I mean, there's a lot of people like that. I mean, the majority of people are like that. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not trying to say anybody won. I'm just saying. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> oh. Let me plug in today. All right, perhaps. What is the view talking about? Those ladies on the view are pretty accurate. They're not paid operatives. All right, shout out to. Uh, shout out to Robert P. Elliott. I don't want to get into that, but he says Donovan picked who you know who and five people went to the conference. I'm not. I don't even think the other guy even spoke there, but that's kind of what was happening earlier. Lando in the building. What did you say? Fellas, leave this burning house. Leave this burning house. <laughs> Somebody said, sorry if you triggered. Do I look triggered? Like, do I look triggered? Do I look triggered about it? I mean, this is the world you want to live in. Hold on for a second. Like, literally, he's like trying to think he's triggering me. But you live in this world right here. Like, you think I'm the one losing. You're, you're the one still losing as a result. How much gas? Let me say. Hey, I told you to do Biden. 
Have we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote that's gonna go to Trump. God damn! Worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. Like you, this the world you saying you won. Like, oh, well, you actually lost. And I'm like, you lost. <laughs> Don't you're over here bragging like you're triggering me, but you lost. Like you lost all your money. I got money. <laughs> Hey, Chris, <laughs> Chris, you lost. He's like, I actually run, but you lost. <laughs> like, <laughs> your gas prices went like this, IRS coming to your door. You had to sit in the house for a year and a half. You lost all your damn mojo. You had to wear a face condom. Stop, you lost. Like, I didn't lose in the situation. You lost. What? How am I triggered? You're triggered. You should be triggered if you're not. <laughs> wow like there listen you can't be smoking that much uh npc can you be smoking that much npc nah. food prices up shortages shipping delays coach you triggered <laughs> wait oh i guess you really won in the end huh you really, you really won in the end. You really got us. You really got us. You won. <laughs> Good job, sir. Yeah. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> you really, you really got us. You really won in the end. <laughs> right here we go. Oh boy, I'm trying to wake some people up here. You know, new, 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 new world order. He said, you're the real winner. You really, you really got us that time. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Motosurf, he says, who told you to be scared of a little belly? Oh, no. Shout out to uh, Turning the Tasco. He says, fixing women's student loan is why I have money. Yes. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I got money. The student loan debt crisis is going to collapse it's going to sabotage and cancel a lot of women, unfortunately. Shout out to Christopher. He says, 15 for my homes. All right. And he says, uh, love you, coach. Check out my page. Uh, What page? All right. You you have a blank. Is it an Instagram? What, what page are we talking about, brother? All right. Shout out to you. You don't got no icon. Shout out to icons out here. All right. Let me check Venmo and then PayPal. Hey, Palsy in the building. <laughs> People are like, what are you talking about? This guy's reprehensible over here. Yes. Reprehensible behavior. Uh, let's see here. We're going to do these. Let's see. Did I get uh, this one? We got like six more and then we'll be wrapping it up. Don't use my government name. He says, but SJWs don't realize that if we get invaded, they will become the spoils of war. I don't think anybody's ever look that far down the line you know what i mean what they want is kind of like we want fairness and equality and then they weaken the dudes and then the dudes are like well we won't fight when somebody come invades us and then you're the spoils of war all of a sudden then you're speaking mandarin 
but it won't matter in the end. They're going to go with whoever wins. You remember when Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage broke up? Let me just tell you this. When Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage broke up and they fought for Elizabeth and she stood in the neutral corner, she went with whoever won. I mean, that's what women do, bro. They stand at the finish line and wait for the winners. So they don't care about you when you get your when you get your neck snapped and the barbarian stands over you. Rawr! The women are like, okay, daddy. Are you my new daddy? They'll go with. <laughs> Y'all gonna be mad out there. They're going to. They're going with whoever wins. And they are not going to feel bad about it. Spoils of war rules go like this. The new person that comes in is the conqueror. And they have the conqueror seed. When America goes down, and if it ever does, it's going to change. They'll have the new conqueror seed. And will be dead. Remember, this carnage that you're waiting for to happen to women is not going to happen to women. It's going to happen to men. We're going to take the blood. We're going to take the stab wounds and the bullet wounds. <laughs> We're going to take the, the, the poison arrows. We're going to take the bombs. And they're going to go with the next guy. It's pretty simple formula. If you know history, that's how history worked. That's how World War II worked. That's how Vietnam worked. How many, how many, who, who was old enough to remember? Who was old enough to remember when in the 80s, when all of these white dudes had all of these Vietnamese women, four foot eight, waist size like this, the barely, women could barely speak no English. Them white dudes was coming back with all of them Vietnam chicks. Black dudes too. Black dudes too. Black dudes that went to the military, they came back with all of them little girls. Spoils of war. Same thing, Germany and France. Germany and France, same thing. The French woman was like, okay. <laughs> French woman was like, okay, all right, I guess these are the new guys. They didn't stop and say, we're going to defend our new guys' honors. No, they didn't. They was like, you the new people in town? Okay. Same thing as Ukraine. Ukraine people went to, them Ukraine women left their husbands. Oh, we want to leave you. They went over to Poland. The Russians that came in, they snatching up them Ukrainian chicks. And they was on the dating apps uh, immediately. And them Ukrainian chicks was like, all right, here, here we go. It was like this. Matter of fact, the video that I told you to go watch on the New York Post, it was a Russian dude plowing through that Ukrainian chick. They ain't going to feel sorry for you. <laughs> nah, they're going to listen. Women's jobs, number one jobs here is to survive. And they'll do whatever it takes. They're not going to feel pity for you when you're leaking. Trying to fight off for their honor. We need to protect these women right here, all right? Like bird box. We need to protect these women here. We're going to shelter them. And then you're protecting them. The barbarian comes through the door to the gate. You open the gate and you fight for her honor. This is what black men need to understand. You're going to fight for the black woman's honor. You're going to protect them. You're going to get your neck slit. And then they're going to be out there going, well, <laughs> looks like you're the new chicken liquor. <laughs> here we go. And they go, stop. And we get a mural. 
that used to be my man. He fought for my honor. I had a seed. And now I have a new seed by the barbarian right here. All right. Don't be offended by this. This is just nature. We've been doing this for hundreds of thousands of years. It's been the same story. All right. Shout out to Kevin W. He says, every time you take out away, oh every time you talk about student loans, it makes me glad I was able to pay mine back. You, you have $17,000 in student loan debt working jobs that paid eight to $14 an hour back in 09 and 12. And he says it took a lot of sacrifice. And I believe that's what a lot of women don't understand. I'm making 100K now and using those resources in my money mindset group to secure my future. Keep up the good work, coach. And so when when you were, it looks like when you were a student, you were paying your loans back before they got the interest, which Rashida Tlaib was saying, most of my student loan debt is interest. Of course. Yeah. I mean, listen, when you hold on to student loan debts for 20 years, you're going to build interest. Do you know how money works? And so if you sacrifice early and pay them off, you don't have the interest to pay. And the other people are complaining about paying the interest. And they're holding it for 20 and 30 years. There's women right now that are 65 years old and 70 that got student loan debt. You want to hear the worst part of that story? And I say this every time. There's people who have student loan debt and no degree to show for it. Are you ready to talk about that? Are you ready to talk about that and deal with that? A lot of people who have student loan debt right now do not even have the degree to go read it. Oh, you don't want them to start admitting that. Mike D here, he says, greetings, coach, and the coach gang. When I went to, uh, when I went to school on college loans, my dad sat me down and told me to select a major that will pay my first year's salary equal or more than my student loans in total. For me, it was engineering. Also, today is my birthday. And he says, I'm going to celebrate this weekend at my West Coast playground, San Diego. Boy, you're going to have a lot of fun down there. School's just starting. You see San Diego, San Diego State. All right. University of San Diego. A lot of junior colleges, Grossmont, Mesa. All right. He says, thank you for all that you do leading men and along the right path. Cheers. Shout out to you and thank you for the co-sponsorship. And happy birthday from the coach gang. We got a couple more. We got four more and we'll wrap it up. Should be. Uh, A.D. Austin, this is the woman that uh, these girls had for grandmothers. It's super widespread. The others are only doing slightly better. Yeah. Yeah. So the ones that aren't homeless, well, I don't see all these homeless old women. The ones that aren't homeless, they're a second from homelessness. Right. And some people are still supporting them, unfortunately, because she can't she can't work. That woman can't work. Just Kev says that one homeless YouTuber, homeless girl, is homeless because she left her relationship. Also, coach is like a deadly, the deadliest sniper you never miss. So you mean the girl I did the story on last week? Is is that why she went homeless? I didn't update that. So she's homeless because she left the relationship. So she had a guy. She had a guy. She said, "I'm not happy." Now she's living in her car. It happens. Sad. But it happens. Shout out to uh, uh, Billy the Kid. Wow, Billy the Kid. You, did you get paid this week? He says, just wanted to sponsor the show, Coach. Put this towards the Coach Greg Adams Junior College Fund, all right? A piece of leave is a terrible thing to waste. Ladies, I'm not ashamed. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, 
Just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and effort. God. I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar. Maybe a fistful of 20. I got money. No government name says, what do you think about the FBI raid on Trump? Y'all really trying to get me to be, y'all. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> what do I think about it? Uh, nothing burger. Nothing's going to come out of it. I mean, they're, they, they have what they have going on. I think I told you what happened immediately. I said, and I do have some, another sponsorship on, on cash app. I said, what they're doing is unprecedented, but it should alarm you. It should wake you up. It shouldn't be like, yeah, let go get them. I think once they cross certain thresholds, nobody's safe. And I said, the presidency is not a person. It's an institution. I once got that from a favorite movie of mine. You guys think the presidency is a person. It represents an institution. It's not a person. So never get offended or go get sideways about some of these people. Some of them are puppets. Some of them are here to throw a monkey wrench in the system. Some of them are self-saboteurs sent by other countries. We do it to other countries. It is what it is. But when you start raiding a former president's house, shit, hey, new, 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 new hey, I think you're really setting a precedence that you do not want. You don't want that. As a citizen, you don't want to see something like that. Now, they better they better put him in the gulag as a result of that. If they do anything less than that, that's a problem. Mm. <laughs> that's going to be a problem for not only the him, the country, but you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't I wouldn't want them to throw any former president in the jail or raid their house. If somebody all of a sudden they said they raid Obama's house, I'd be like, what? You don't want that. You don't want that. I don't care how you line up on the aisle. It's something you don't want. Now it's it's a wrap. And, and I think what happens is you guys, people celebrate it because you have po political affiliations and you don't think long term. But you're you're thinking short sighted. There's nothing that these people haven't done that's different than the other. Trump's done some that bad thing. So did Obama. So did Biden. So did all of these people. They they use the office for such things. So when you say this person it gets raided and then they don't raid this person. Please. Please stop. All of them commit what they would call crimes. All of them have blood on their hands. So when we say let's lock this one up because he's a Republican, but then you don't want to lock up any. Stop. Stop. I think it's hypocritical. And I think you guys don't know what's going on. You guys are short sighted. But I let you guys be short-sighted. Go ahead if you want to. Ham and Eggers. <laughs> anybody that's cheering that on or anybody that's going, we should lock up the other people too. You guys are just ridiculous. Mm. Absolutely ridiculous. You guys don't know how this works, do you? Shout out to um, who we got here. We got another sponsorship. Roderick Miller. Taxes, interest, percentages, and <laughs> you why y'all trying to get me in trouble? Oh, man. I have to read it. Little caps. I'll, I'll move on. All right, because people are right here ready to push the button on me. But it is what it is. I can't. I, I, it's hard for me to not tell the truth. All right, Coach Teaching, just like my dad. All right, it's Chris the Rebel. All right, shout out to Chris the Rebel. Is this YouTube? Chris the Rebel YouTube. 
Yeah, but uh, you, you got to teach what you got to teach here. It's the rebel. And then we're really pretty much done here for today's stream and the weekend, brothers. Hey, look, you guys have a good weekend. I appreciate y'all for being here. Let me check. The, let me clear the sponsorships real quick. Make sure I got everybody. Oh, we didn't. Uh, oh, another sponsorship right before I was leaving. Lord have mercy. It's Jay Will in the building. Junior College Fund. Keep teaching. Thank you, brother, man. Oh, man. The junior college. Go. I'm going to be. All weekend for you brothers, man. <laughs> all right. I'm going to come back worn out on Monday. Eyes all red. Cup of coffee. Holy shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me see. Sorry. Sorry. VMAD is in the building. Shout out to you on PayPal. I'm getting everybody before we go. VMAD in the building. He says, uh, uh, the building bar the exits bar the exits the coach is kicking it all right oh yeah all right shout, shout out to you let me make sure i got everybody before we go because this is it and join me on sundays if you guys think i'm lying about the junior college i show you evidence but join me on sunday the members live stream you're gonna get the real deal holy field out here this is not a game this is not a game we doing this it's not a drill this is real life all right shout out to the coach gang much love and respect to all of you guys. Appreciate the support. We'll take you out with some sisters. charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. I respect any man who can heal a heart he didn't break and raise a child he didn't make.